Join me on Sundays at 1 p.m. here at Legacy Internet Radio, where independence is the key to building your legacy. Just in case we are. No, we are. I'm just low. I don't know why I'm so low. Yeah. But no, we are. (laughs) We're alive. For all the people. (laughs) I just don't know why I'm so damn low. This would not make the final edit. No. Or I mean it it makes us it makes us redeemable people. I don't know. Yeah, we're human and weird shit happens. So just like me trying to figure out why my, I can't hear myself. So <laughs> yeah, um, Boom. that's it. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do so many things at once. What working. do you need from me? What can I do? <laughs> no, that's me. It's me being like, I need this, this, this. And this is the first and this, time. This and this. My child does not have technical difficulties. <laughs> Look at all the new shit that we're doing. Because I refuse to go live today. So that's all. <laughs> no, you're not going live today? No, I'm not. Are you going live today? Yeah. I'm going to okay, go live cool. on my tablet. Because it's like, if you don't go live, I will. But <laughs> I'm going to go live on my tablet. We she going live. We were in the middle of talking about how us as, I guess, um, novice? Yes. In- intermediate? Beginner? Very novice. <laughs> Girl, listen, I am still looking at the tutorials <laughs> as I do it. I have to remind myself from time to time, be like, oh, that's what this card's mean. No, listen, I you I have the book beside me. Same. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just fill it out because I kind of forgot most of the card meanings. <laughs> and so I look at them, it's like, oh shit. Oh damn. Yeah, I know what that means. Yeah, but that's what that is. Yeah. Exactly, Dr. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> As novice, beginner, slash intermediate, when we really feel into our thing, tarot readers. Yes. <laughs> that primarily read for ourselves, but forget to read for ourselves. Oh, child. Yeah. The ghetto. That's just, yeah. I don't like reading myself, honestly. Like, reading. Nene opens the book. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love reading myself. It's like, I love so reading like myself reading because myself. no one else can read me like I read. Okay. But. but. <laughs> Read, yeah, because the, the cards to tell you stuff that you don't, you don't necessarily want to know about yourself. Bitch. Right, you're like, shit. 
I didn't want anybody to know that thing that I'm hiding from. Girl. And here you come throwing it in my face. Ugly asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Getting mad at energy. Man, fuck this. <laughs> throwing crystals around. Exactly. The energy is like, bitch, ain't nobody tell you that you had to like it. You asked you me, just... and here come the answer. <laughs> and sometimes I don't even ask. They're just like, oh, I'm going to just drop this I'm going to just drop this shit. Yeah, I know you gym. were in the middle of, right. I know you were in the middle of shuffling, but... but. Here's, here's three or four cards. Here's three or four cards, need. right, that you may not like. And, oh, just for the fun of it, here's the tower. Whoop. <laughs> Actually, okay, so I have to talk to my friend Adrian because she's, like, a very advanced reader in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I have grown to love the tower. I'm, I've come around. Because, like, she, and she's explained it to me very well, and I guess that's why I never had that, like, negative connotation with it. Yeah. It's, like, it's all about change. True. And it's like change is inevitable, and right. even if you're going to do it, you're not. So it's right. better for you to take control of the will mm-hmm. and get, you know, get to the bottom of it than just letting it. shit fall apart. Yeah. And I am famous. <laughs> <laughs> famous for letting shit fall apart. <laughs> Have you seen my life? <laughs> First of all, let me introduce you to my tragedy. Okay. Um, this Here, is my question got jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where we <laughs> disarm the tragedies and the traumas with senses of humor. <laughs> just, just like, Hi guys, welcome to my crib. Here's where I keep my trauma. <laughs> and also Come on in, you filthy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cousin laying on the floor. Here's where I keep my tra- my childhood it's, issues. It's my friend depression. <laughs> Say hi depression. Say hey girl. She's about like hey. Oh, raggedy bitch. I can't stand your ass. I don't know why you keep showing up here. <laughs> we keep changing the locks, but here you are. Uh 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 and there's anxiety. Okay, girl. Uh, 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 I see you in the back. Stop twerking. Don't do that shit. <laughs> they made whoa, me mad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So now we have someone new. This is my neighbor, PTSD. Woo! <laughs> hey! Oh, shit, they didn't cut my bushes again. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Guess who's here? Ah. Intermittent explosive disorder! Yes, I don't know how you match colors for pom poms, but yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, girl. <laughs> and guess who's here? Oh, we have so many people. It's Uncle Negative Coping Scale, <laughs> <laughs> who always seems to find a way in here. Oh. Every time I think I'm gonna have a new, brand new one, here he comes, like Mm-mm. with old plates. He comes with the, with the, like the plastic. Stuff that has like the food remnants around it still. Yes, 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 yes. And here comes my cousin repressed memories. Yes. Oh my gosh. I remember when she was so small, but not really because they come at um, spurts in really bad moments. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is this is like gangs all here. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up now. Now we can have a party. No. No. Now that the guest list is finally, everyone is here and, and <laughs> accounted for, we can do everything that we need to do. <laughs> yes. I cannot stay. <laughs> and you forgot about Uncle Stress. Uh, I cannot believe oh. you try to, you we try do that to every time. Him. 
at the back door. We do because we try to pretend that he's not there. Uncle Stress is always there. And then he shows up. He's my up. favorite uncle, to be honest with you. Yeah. Outside of anxiety, don't tell her that. Mm. But um, mm. Auntie Anxiety really gets me too. She 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 comes in at the times where you don't really know. Like she she's the one that she makes herself known. Like she'll call you from down the block and be like, mm-hmm. "I'm on the way." But then she won't show up immediately. And then you never know when she's going to show up. You never know when she's going to show up. And then you're like, well, we had everything prepared. We had a table here for her ready. The seat is warm. Exactly. When she does decide to show up. But then she's like, you know what? Never mind. I actually had to turn Uh, around. Sis, I forgot. I forgot my good wig. I forgot my good wig. I came out here with just two plaits and a, I gotta a go wig back and, cap. And exactly. I, like, I got to uh, go back and get my wig. got to go back and get my wig. You're like, ah, <laughs> I was already, I, I was felt you coming. There. I was almost there. I, I was outside. I cut ready. the call. That's it. I looked in the mirror and boom, my wig is no longer here. <sighs> I got to go back. I hate when that happens. got to go back. Damn. And then <sighs> you look up and it's like, well, guess she's not coming, guys. Then it's like, boom, <laughs> bitch. Like the Kool-Aid man? Yeah. She came through, <laughs> she came through the wall. Oh, yeah. And you're like, but, but, okay. I didn't do anything to deserve this. Nothing. Thanks so much. I just opened my eyes this morning. I ju- and you were like, hey, hey. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're awake now. Hey. You want to think about that thing that happened when you were five? Here I am. Yes, that thing. That's it. You want to ruminate yeah. about that for the next five hours? Why not? Do you want to feel your chest get really, really tight for no reason? Oh, my God. And you forget how to take deep breaths? <laughs> Love. And what are you going to do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we can laugh about this shit, because it happens to us all the time. <laughs> Very often. <laughs> it's what we go through on a regular basis. So, <laughs> why laugh to keep? I'm crying, guys. <laughs> sometimes you're laughing while you're crying because it's just that damn funny. Exactly. And you're laughing while you're crying, and this is coming down. You're like, you know what? Yeah. I do well, remember that family reunion when all of my idiosyncrasies came out. Mm. Mm. Some people call that a dark night of the soul, but others call that a family reunion. But boom, depending on how you want to look at it, <laughs> <laughs> and depending on how you want to view it, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. That's fine. <laughs> we're, we're okay. okay. The kids are all right. The kids are all right. Thanks, Chloe and Haley. Um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> we had so many. Um, but yes, we were we were initially talking about um, pulling cards for ourselves, and we actually have a few people that will be coming up in the next month or so. Yes, that are. If they're not tarot readers, they're energy healers. Mm-hmm. They they do all these really cool things, and I really want to get to, especially myself, because I've I've come into my own energy healing abilities, and how that could be looked at as. Huh. Well, the question is, in a lot of those esoteric spaces, is they don't view depression as something that is not all of them, but there have been a few that I've come across that don't look at depression or any sort of mental disturbance or mental shakeup, mental ashiness as what it is. And they're like, oh, well, that's just repressed such and such. And you aren't allowing yourself to be the full empath that you can be. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And it's like, sometimes it can feel, and y'all let me know, you know, on either if you're listening live or on the playback later, 
Y'all let me know whether or not you've ever felt that way if you're working mm. in the esoteric space, um, especially in esoteric, metaphysical, spiritual, however, that you, f- you have to tamp down mm-hmm. the depression and anxiety because, oh, now you're loving light. You can't be that anymore. Baby girl. <laughs> love and light. <laughs> love and Come light on, get, Erica. Listen, love and light, I wrote, I did a live about this a couple months ago. Love and light will get your ass whooped. So. <laughs> <laughs> it will. Love and light will get and keep your ass whooped. <laughs> I think her post mantra. That shit tickled <laughs> Because you would think, nope. You would think that would be the opposite. Like that would never get you an ass with it. But no, nope. love and light Around will get parts, sis. Love and light will get. Preach keep that your love and light shit, ho. No, right, don't. We not doing that shit around here because love and light. To me, love and light. That needs to be on a t-shirt. It needs to be on a t-shirt. Love and light will get, get your, your ass with. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be our first, our first piece of merch. <laughs> Comment to a Patreon near you. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, because it really is like what I've noticed, especially the people that I've followed over the last few years, <laughs> that that li- that work in those spaces, that especially if they're tarot readers or whatever. I can't stand you. I Go can't. ahead. <laughs> especially if they work in those spaces, they're normally regulated to well, you can't feel how you feel truly inside because you need to fix me. You mm-hmm. need to tell me about my future. You need to tell me about mm-hmm. why this dude is trash and. Break up with him is not a good enough answer. Like all of those things, they do that, mm-hmm. and then they run the reader, energy worker, mm-hmm. root worker, whoever dry, mm-hmm. and then that person breaks down on Instagram or they break down on Twitter or they don't want to do like Azalea anymore. Banks. <sighs> okay, you keep doing. I didn't. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no chickens in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> not today, anyway. Not to listen. <laughs> The chickens are not here today. The chickens are not here to roost, is what I'm trying to tell okay. you. <laughs> no cock-a-doodle-doo for you. Not today. <laughs> Motherfucker. So, <laughs> but, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm stupid. Um, but yeah, I, I follow so many that, especially over the last two, because 2018, 2016 and 2018 tried to kill us all. Oh, and gosh. So, I don't know, 2016 was enough, and then 2018 was like, What'd you say last week? Hold my lean. So- <laughs> hold my lean. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, hold my lean. But you so- know, Futures is on, he's on some love and light shit too. Absolutely. Did you see him? I saw it and I immediately I muted like- it. I was like, shut up. <laughs> shut, shut up. So, but I've, I've watched so many of my favorite healers and readers go on sabbaticals because they're like, look, I can't take it right now. Right. And then people getting in the into their um going into their DMs, into their comments, being like Where you at bitch? Exactly. I need my daily reading. I need to know what's gonna happen in my life. I need to know blah 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 blah. And she's a majority of them have been women of color mm-hmm. being like, bitch, I can't see anything because my brain is fucked. And so I'm like why can't we allow them to be in those spaces? I don't understand. And for me, it's just as bad as the church spaces. Or it's just as bad. It's, it, I guess it's more of a running thing where if you aren't beholden to what society... I cannot. If you're not beholden to what society is telling you that you have to enact or you have to embody, even if you're working in the healing arts, then 
you ain't no good. And they're just going to look down on you regardless. And it's like, there there aren't many safe spaces. So I'm... Agreed. I, do, I, do, I definitely agree. There aren't many safe spaces. It, it, and I've discovered more and more, the majority of us have gone through something recently or within, I would say, the last five, ten years specifically, are beginning to really open up and embody those these gifts that either we were told we could not have because black folk don't do that or people of color don't do that mm-hmm. or that's you know you know that's evil witchcraft witchcraft whatever or we never Can knew we, that we, we could really need to unpack that cuz i don't like that I don't like as it if witchcraft is bad but you know that's just what happens that's what happens no white god <laughs> <laughs> i mean i haven't heard a lie yet um mm-hmm. but it's either that or it's um if, I don't know, yeah, it's been weird. If you don't come through in the way in which other healers or people in the healing arts enact or do whatever they need to do, then you're a fraud as well. So it's like, I am working hard to create a space or spaces mm-hmm. for workers in these realms. And I'm working on something. I can't really talk about it yet. Because I was it's just going to ask you, can you talk about it? It's still this? in the very itsy-bitsy parts of creation. Okay. But I am working on hopefully it'll be I like year. when Joy creates. Yay. I do too. So yeah. I'm ha- yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm happy that we got on this subject because all the cool things we were going to be talking about. We gotta come up with a name for this part of the show. The feature part we have we, we have that like, kind of yeah. Yeah. But, but when we come in it's like we're we're talking about shit. We just go shoot the shit. It's like we're gonna. I think we need to just sit down and like brainstorm stuff. Yeah. You know we're not good brainstorming. We're I'm not. not. I'm really not a good brainstorm. We'll start and then it'll like, just. Oh, whatever. We. And <laughs> remember that time we said we were gonna do that thing and then we didn't. Sure. So. <laughs> so yeah, but this particular episode, we will be talking about how much black things matter. Come. <laughs> Specifically, and particularly, we'll be talking about black TV shows and black <clears throat> movies. Yes. So it initially started off as black TV shows because, huh, I don't know how we got on the subject of it at work. It was like very briefly. Mm-hmm. But we got on the subject of, even though this isn't a black thing, the, us as black people, we did it so much better. The 90s elements of when a TV show was coming on and you got the beginning show credits and my favorite genre or version of that is Family Matters because that's when you get everybody in their own separate rooms and they're doing some innocuous thing and then they look up and it's like, oh, the camera's there. <laughs> Smile. Oh, hey. <laughs> and then there's so-and-so's name under it. It's like, Jaleel White. And he just turns and like, hey, I was just about to kick Carl in the face. Hey, y'all. It's like that. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. It gives me everything I need. So, <laughs> one of the things I really want to do. my life to look like that, to be honest. Same. One of the things I really want to do, and this has been something that's been on my mind for years, is I just want to do a running bit of going with friends of mine that are doing random, simple things and do a free, not even a freeze frame, but the freeze, the freeze frames are for the end of the show. The beginning of the show, the credits of the, yeah, the beginning credits of the show is the part when they're just doing something. I'm tying my shoe. I'm eating breakfast. I'm coming out the bathroom. And it's like, oh, hey, camera, even though I know I'm filming in front of a live studio audience, I did not see you there. (laughs) (laughs) And they just grin. They're like, oh, hey, hey. Between them and Step by Step, to me, are the best, even though Step by Step is white, um, to me, (laughs) are the best versions of that 
particular genre of beginning beginner credits. And of course, you know, we, even though technically it's not under that specific way of doing it, of course, um, a different world. But that's a completely different. <coughs> Come on, a that's different a completely world. different thing. I just lo- I love the one of like I'm not doing anything, or I'm baking a cake, or I'm giving birth, or I. <laughs> You're giving birth. <laughs> I'm running a marathon. You're like, hey, days and you pose. <laughs> hey, Pam. <laughs> that's my favorite part. So yeah, that's that's my favorite genre of random as um, beginner intro black sitcoms. <laughs> I I don't know. I like the dancing ones, like oh, living single. Yeah. I like the ones like Martin. When I'm shucking and jiving with my friends. Oh, my girlfriend, you oh, walk girl- in slow motion. Girl- Listen. <laughs> and I'm giving you looks. With my natural hair. Okay. Or like half and half. Shout out to Rachel True. Oh. Where I'm just giving you everything I got in this live performance. Right. Which is really not live. It's not. But, you know, I'm here for it. And I'm going to like, I'll sing everybody in this bitch. Yeah. And then I'm going to pose. Yes. And then we're going to cut to the, the scene. That's the it. The first scene. Yeah. The first scene. That's I'll, it. That, um, my brother and me. Is that one with like Eddie Griffin? No. Which one, which one is that? That's my brother and me was Nickelodeon, like early Nickelodeon. Girl. That was the first black show on Nickelodeon. Oh, talk. It was so. It lasted one season because okay, Nickelodeon, of course. Um, and not even because Nickelodeon will will end a good show, but will keep a bad one going. Um, Spon- SpongeBob. Um, because SpongeBob used to be so good, and now it's trash. Um, and we've talked about that multiple times on this show. Um. But my brother and me was, <laughs> my brother and me came as younger brother. He was the main, he was the main focus of the show. Cute, adorable, cute little boy. And his older brother was the same little boy that used to be on um, Martin all the time. He was the one that was like, I'm sorry I lied to you, Martin. That was oh, him. Marcus. Yes. Okay. So he, that was the older brother. And then the older brother had a best friend who was probably the best person on the show. His name was, um, his name was Goo. Because, of course. And he had a, like, fine sister. Come on, sister, fine sister. The sister had, like, a best friend who was super annoying. The mother was beautiful. And the mm. father was just your typical random, goofy black father. Mm. And they focused on... I cannot... Lord, I'm blanking on his name right now. But they focused on the little brother. Mm. And the episode that everyone knows about is where the little brother is about to... <laughs> he's um, trying to get... He, he's about to try to not get beat up by a bully. And he goes to his brother and his brother's best friend to be like, yo, can y'all help me like not get my ass whooped? He didn't say ass, but <laughs> can y'all like, I don't know how to fight. And of course he had like a white best friend and he's like, I don't know what to do, blah, blah. And so he got hit, got beat up in the fight and his brother asked him what happened. And he's like, because they did the little Will Smith trying to be like, you know, my you bitch, my you bitch. They did the kid version of that, and or the Fresh Prince version of that. And he's like, he went up to the person and was like, hit me, hit me, hit me. He's like, what happened? I got hit. And <laughs> <laughs> that and Goo Punch are probably the most anybody remembers of that show because the show was on and it was off. You had yeah. My Brother and Me, you had Pete and Pete, and guess which one lasted longer? So... 
Right. So you had this all this awesome show that pe- it was for me it was scheduled TV. It was like my brother <coughs> comes on mm-hmm. because it's a part of SNCC back in the day. Mm-hmm. So you had my brother and me. You had Keenan and Kale. You had Come all on, that. And Kale. You had all these shows, and it's like my brother and me is everything. So we we go punch everybody go go punch hey go punch it was so stupid it was goo punch was basically purple kool-aid but i mean he had a deal going he had whatever and so it was cool and that was probably my first foyer into black tv shows that i could relate Mm -hmm. to and then next thing you know it was gone oh my god (laughs) i don't even know what's my first like plunge into black tv Cause I, I kind of grow up. Is it working? It's Yay! Working. I don't Joyce. know what was going on. It's working. Yay! So we got two lives going. You got way more people on yours than I do on mine because it's brand new. Yeah, just put it put it on you. There you go. All right. Yay! All right, we're back. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just gotta give you guys a little shoulder. That's it. All right. So, um, <laughs> little neck. Come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't know. What would be my first, like, plunge into black TV? Oh, my God, Jody. Why did you start off with the hard card, like, um, questions? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's funny is that we, we, when we first brought it up. I think it would be Keenan and Kel, though. It would be Keenan and Kel. It would be Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. For me, it was, it was my brother and me and then Keenan and Kel, because I had a huge crush on Kel. You know what? Let's just talk. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Massive I don't think Kel was fine back in the day, mm. but now she's reversed for me. I see Kel now, is fine. Like, he Kel never stopped being fine, but to me, he's the peak. I'm I'm dad, and I have like three little kids, but I'm also a youth minister, and it's like, <laughs> and that's it's just true. <laughs> that just because it gives me sure. it gives me peak contemporary non-denominational black youth minister, and I'm just like, Ugh. Well. Gosh, what? Oh, child, get out. <laughs> but and you know who else is fine? Who? Jaleel White. Uh, he, you don't think? He is, but then he's also, like, kind of abusive. So She said. <laughs> what? Yeah. Say it. <laughs> it was some stuff that, ca- that came out a few years ago that made people be like, the fuck is wrong with Jaleel? Not, not Urkel. Yeah, what I don't do? remember exactly. The one, the one I remember specifically was when he was on Dancing with the Stars. Girl, he was on Dancing with the Stars. He was on Dancing mm. with the Stars, and he actually did pretty well. Okay, he if no, he didn't win, but he, I think he got close. And I know I do remember Alfonso Ribeiro won, but he got. Close. I mean, he's a trained dancer, basically. Isn't he like, basically, oh, yeah, okay. like for the most part. I don't think he's. Well, I don't know I how. I thought he was like. Like Julia, yeah. I, thought he I don't know to go to if school. he went that far, but I think a lot of it was natural. Like, oh, uh, he just had rhythm, right? Okay. I think a lot of it was instinctual. Got but it. Jaleel was, um, mm, I want to say top four, top five, or something like that. Okay. And his partner, you know, you know when the what is it? The camera pans over, and then they don't really know what they're looking at. The camera just pans over. They just happen to catch something. So they were. Doing the little things where they go to each couple and be like, you know, how are you doing with this? And how is this working? And how is this making you, oh, this is difficult. How is this week going for you? Blah, blah, blah. And they just happen to pan over and you see Jaleel, like, getting real close to his partner being like, you don't get this shit together. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, kind of snatching her. Right, right. 
<laughs> and everyone went, oh, Urkel. And, you know, this was years before Me Too. So nobody was like, no one, no one really caught it. But then, it, but then you thought it would have taken off as uh, farther Hello, than it whoever's did. Whoever's on there, hey Jeff, you thought it would have taken off farther than it did because it was a black man doing it to a white woman. But, but yeah, so I, I think the power of but it's our goal outweighed it more. Okay, so it it just kind of went like, <sighs> okay, I have an unpopular black opinion. Okay, <laughs> so what the heck? Are you praying? I never thought Family Matters was that funny. <laughs> I said it. It's been off your chest. I, I feel it. so much better. I, feel so, <laughs> I had to push the mic away. I said it. I said it. I just never thought it was that funny. You know what else? I, you know, I said this on Roscoe's post, and people like fried me. Oh, snap. But, you know, my edges. I'm, first of all, I'm still young, and I'm still cute. <laughs> um, and that's all that really truly matters. I just never thought Fresh Prince was that funny. <gasps> Family matters. I can see. I just never thought it was funny. But I, I, I did love. For me, family matters got funnier. Not family matters. First, that's my dog. Why guys. are you averting your eyes? <laughs> that's my dog, guys. When he gets in trouble, he's I like, like, no, I can't. if I can't see you, therefore I cannot if see you. If I can't see you, then it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't it's exist sad. if I can't see you. But I mean, I will. There were. People on Family Matters that made it funny versus the show itself. I will give you that. Okay. But I, for me, Fresh Prince got funnier the older they got. Okay. So I, I mean, okay. it, it back then. It, I mean, to me, it was funny. But then I'm also, I didn't get into like the peak black shows until I was way older. Same. So it was like I wasn't actively watching Martin to go to coincide with Fresh Prince. You know, like for me, Martin was like a family. Bonding sesh. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, don't say it's a family show because it is not. No, we were all <laughs> like we would center like our family yeah. shenanigans around Martin. Yeah. So we could all come in like watch it together. <laughs> so Martin will always be peak for me. That's see, I mean, that's but I just never thought Fresh Prince was that funny. <laughs> like, well Smith is cool. If it would we get anybody that's on this show that is like, no, <laughs> People that are like fighting in our comments because we're gonna get to the point where we're famous or nothing. The moment we go live, it's eight thousand people on it. But we're lucky that's not happening now because they probably would have. I know. (laughs) I tell you, I didn't know I'm getting kicked off one day, (laughs) and I'm, I'm just. You know, it's no, cool. No, you keep speaking that into existence. Cool. And I, I keep having to block it. <laughs> she do. No, he didn't mean that. Go back where it was. <laughs> that was a mantra. You just caused too much drama. <laughs> you said family. You said like Fresh Friends wasn't funny. How dare you? We lost all our sponsors. We lost all. <laughs> Will Smith looks at this every day. This is his favorite, is his favorite show. Damn it. This ain't. What is wrong with you? Look at you shaking the table. Nobody told you to shake this table. But no, I, I mean, yeah, I I can see in the very beginning. But for me, the very beginning of it was best. We had we had dark skin and Viv. We had. <laughs> girl, baby girl, she is still troubled. Still To mad. this day. 25 plus. I want to, listen, I don't want to do this, but I really do want to hold grudges that well. <laughs> Like, bitch, that is a 20-year she, grudge. But she not holding it that well, because a lot of people have been looking at her like, girl. 
She's no, she is because she's still mad. It's like it happened yesterday for her. Right. I honestly think Dark Skin and Vamp has some kind of mental mental health thing going on. I don't know what's going and on. And the reasons why I say this, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have any license, so I can't speak for you know any license advice or decisions. But for someone to be that mad still over something that's happened years twenty years ago, right. and you you tell it as if it happened yesterday, yeah, it kind of seems like you have a, you know something you. You don't know how to forgive, and right. you don't know how to like let things go. Right. No, I I, I agree with you. On so that. there's some type of like there's harbor, you know there's on. something going on there. Yeah. But I love her because it's like damn, I really want. Sometimes I could just not hold a grudge. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> forgot I was pissed. Bitch, I'm mad. What? What? I, no. Uh, wait. What? What? That happened? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Remember that time I kicked your dog? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> True. Oh, Fuck you. Yeah. Right. Now I remember. Now I remember. Fuck okay, you. Okay, yeah. Remember I yeah. hate your gut. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we're good now. Like, it's, it's that. But no, I, I look at her and I go, the only reason why I think that she's not holding it that well is because other people have, like, literally moved on. And homegirl is like. That whole entire cast. The entire cast. Uncle Phil literally died. Uncle Phil's no longer here. <laughs> First of all, funny. rest in peace, Uncle Phil. First of all. So. But he's literally passed. And you're still upset God. at him. And you were like this upset at dead. him. And because he didn't have your back the way you wanted him to. And it wasn't even like a, a valid reason. It was just you weren't getting your needs met in the way in which you wanted them to be. And then you were upset that this kid that you didn't think was going to take off the way that he did. Did, did. yeah. And now it's everyone else has to pay. It's like, pay for what? You could have been moved on and did something. You could have been neck and neck with him. Like, it's you instead decided to stay right here. And have everybody try to be like. Has she played her? I feel like as if she has played her coins correctly. Yeah, she could have been mad and still making moves. Exactly. Like you, you could have stayed on for the whole entire show. Right. Instead of making a fuss about to pay. Granted, you should. I mean, granted, she had a valid. Re, like she had a valid complaint. Right. You need to get. You need to be um, compensated. I get that. Yeah. But it's not happening. Stack your coins somewhere else. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely valid. You had every reason, but it's like you're going at him. Saying that he's the sole reason why you don't have the money that you need, right? But we're like refusing to see what you're bringing to the table right. is causing you to be kind you of blackballed. You could have been directing, you could have been producing. We could have been up here. You, you could have been living like a life. However, you decided to be pissed. And yeah. we we could have been instead of Tyler Perry presents, we could have been Abby presents, and. We would have been so good. I miss Shannon Herbert. <laughs> we would have been Ed so Bill. good. We could have been Dark Skin and Bear Presents. Dark Skin. <laughs> we could have been so good. Shout out to Daphne like, Reed, who like lives here. She does. She, I don't know if she's a Richmond native, but she does live here. But yeah, she's Petersburg. She's Petersburg. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same, same thing. It's like... Like family matters when y'all sent Judy upstairs, she never came back. Baby, she never came. Back. <laughs> I can't tell people. I, I saw that documentary where they were saying like she just never came back. She like, went upstairs. She and just never, never came, came back. back. And then they they and then they had scenes upstairs, <laughs> and you still she didn't see her. What did she go to attic? She you had to. She had to go to the attic, and they were like, "We're never going to that. We're never going to have any shows." Girl, she was in porn, so I guess she attic. just couldn't come back. And then back. they just reintroduced like, "Here's a light skinned curly hair baby," and they're like, Who "Okay, do right." Here's Lil Richie. Yay. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. So, <laughs> cool. 
So my question for you is like, what show impacted you the most, even in like your childhood and your adult, your life now? Um, like black show. Yeah, or black characters. Black characters. Okay. Representation matters. Oh, it does. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Prepare um, for my weirdness. Um, Do it. So, I was obsessed with Doug when I was a kid. Okay, Skeeter. You could not tell me Skeeter was not black. Oh, he's definitely black. He's definitely black. He's like Piccolo. He's definitely black. He's definitely black. So I'm ashy. He's black. Yeah. He hangs out with white people. He I mean, does. Well, I assume he would be ashy. But continue. <laughs> it was, I guess I'm, I would kind of look more into characters because... Shows back then, for the most part, especially when I was younger, I was paying more attention to cartoons mm-hmm. than I was of course. Like, actual TV shows. Outside of like Gullah Gullah Island and something like that, because Alfie. Um, I love Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah, I, I could watch that today and be like, "This really? is amazing." So, <laughs> and that oh. beautiful black family, like the, the husband and wife, are still together. Like, are like, they? They are. I've never watched that show a day in my life. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay. It's so. It's one of those like, you cannot ask more of the show than it actually is because mm-hmm. it's a kids, kids show, mm-hmm. like little kids show. So they're gonna be look talking to the camera and waiting on you to answer, and nothing's gonna happen. But and you still gonna answer? And you still gonna answer and be like, "It's behind you. You mean this behind me? Yeah, you're gonna do that." But it's coming from black culture. It's coming from black Southern culture. It's coming mm. from black Caribbean culture. Like it's so many things. Uh, Gullah Geechee culture. Like it's so cool. Because it was introduced as not, not as a plot point, but in a, this is what our show is about. Mm-hmm. So it was so cool about it. And I forgot how long it lasted. But some of the kids that were, that would go on to do later work in other black spaces were on that show. I cannot think of her name, but I see her face. But she's on an Issa Rae, um, YouTube, I believe it's YouTube channel, Giants. She's on that. So... So many of us that grew up watching Gullah Gullah Island was like, yo, that's sis from da, 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 da. And then we went back to watch her, and now she's on this show about mental health mm-hmm. and her herself being someone who's trying to balance a relationship and get through certain aspects of black woman adulthood. Mm-hmm. And then you see her being this little kid on Gullah Gullah Island who was a sassy one, who was like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Look at my dad. I'm doing the funny man. It was all of that. And then you see her now battling mental health on a TV show. Like, it was super cool. And so outside of that, Kenan and Kel, my brother and me, I grew up more in... <laughs> this sounds going to sound so weird. I grew up more racially diverse in my, in my TV shows. Okay. So I navigated more towards like the all that's and the step by step and all those shows because I could never get into step by step. Step by step is family matters. Except more kids. Except more kids. That was that was it. All right. Yeah, except more kids. That was the only real difference. Um and I guess more of a famous cast because homegirl Susan Summers or whatever anyone was. She was on the show. Um so it's <laughs> about it. But I have to look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so for me it was more character so I loved Skeeter to me he was black I loved Gerald okay from Hey Arnold, Arnold. I loved of course Susie Carmichael and shout out to Chris Summers <sighs> we're gonna get to Chris Summers we're definitely gonna get to her we're gonna get to her we're gonna get to Rachel True once we move more into like the TV show well we're already in TV show but like movie aspect of things um 
But I, I didn't have like a show show that made me go like, now I understand my blackness. It, because I always felt ostracized in a way anyway, mm-hmm. because I identified more with the quote unquote white spaces. Like I was mm-hmm. more MTV and VH1 than I was mm-hmm. BET. I was more, again, watching like Fresh Prince and Step by Step and all those shows, even though Fresh Prince is black. Um, that was the more safe one than watching Martin or watching Right, I think it's show. just more palatable. More palatable. For white people. Exactly, Fresh than Prince Martin was. Right. I mean, so, and I will say this, Fresh Prince had a, a lot of good plots. Yeah. And a lot of good points for blackness. Yeah. I mean, at the time. That, Absolutely. That, um, Especially in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. What's his face? I can't even think. Where Will and Carlton got yeah. locked up behind yeah. the car. Yeah. And they... They've always had like good points, right? And I, I really appreciate about um, '90s TV because mm-hmm. they always made sure to kind of nudge that blackness in. Yeah, definitely. Like, for me, characters in shows, <laughs> like I watch a lot of cartoons. Yeah, watch a lot of like Justice League. Mm. I watch um, so the Black Green Lantern was one for me because <laughs> I mean he's black. He's black. He's a Green Lantern. I mean, boom. So um, <laughs> Kree Summer, like all her. All of her like her characters, like Bumblebee. Then she had number five. Like she yeah. was like for me the, the goat. Yeah. She was like really, but she was I, everywhere without you even knowing she was everywhere. I, oh my god! I was like, wait, that's the same voice. Oh, exactly. But I think what put it like home for me was a different world. Yeah, I fucking love a different world. Even the first season. <laughs> Like people were like, oh my god, that first season sucked. The it was season. horrible. The lost season. The right. <laughs> no one talks about the first season. But we don't talk about that one. I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, I even like the Cosby show. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Right. Aside from Bill Cosby. Right. You know. I was obsessed with the Cosby show growing up because that was that was the one show that if there the was wretched. Yeah. If there was Listen, if there was ever a show like I wanted to just put myself just, in, just like throw myself and live. in, because you couldn't tell me I wasn't Rudy. Girl. You couldn't tell me. I didn't identify with any of the older sisters, so I was like, I'm Rudy with a friend named Bud. Bud. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was me. You could not tell me I wasn't. Like I think everyone wanted to be a Huxtable. Yeah. Like seriously, because that Back was then, the yeah. that was the show. Like that was the family you wanted to like aspire to. Exactly. And then when you saw, um, it was the right amount of Denise. respectability. Right. Oh my god. So one, I like the fat white kid. <laughs> like his his ass is funny. <laughs> I that was me. <laughs> I would come over. I'm gonna eat your food. I'm not gonna say too much. No. Um, I'm gonna walk out with I'm my plate. I'm gonna walk out with my plate. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> you know what's coming, so it's like you know what's good. Sis, right. we're good. Cool. Like, this is my plate. What are you saying? I can't think of his name right now. I cannot think of his name. <laughs> but but I see him walking out with his plate. <laughs> this, that is me. Oh. Uh, if I could just you know spend a couple hours with y'all. Eat some really good food. That's it. Go back home to my bland ass chicken. That's I'm it. Good. I'm good. I I'm got my 15 good. minutes on on the camera. I don't even think I got that. I, I was probably just in the didn't. Right. I was probably. in the background. I was right there. Hey, sis. Exactly. But the way they treated like um Erica 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 Alexander's character kind of yeah. sold it to me that I did not want to be a part of their, their yeah. um household. Yeah. But before then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I love a different world. I love the um, 
that's really what kind of put me into like going to college. Like college yeah. was the the goal for me. Iconic. I was like, well, look at them Iconic living their life. As well. Oh, yeah. baby girl. Thank you, Aretha. Thank you, Aretha, so much for uh, all that you've done. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> it, and I, I feel you on that because I, I did not. Even though my college experience was nothing like. I didn't have that college experience either. And I really wish I would have been able to have that. Same. Like, I, I look at that now and go, oh, damn. And I wish I, I wasn't so, like, fucking stressed. Right. The Even whole just time that, I was in college, I was stressed the fuck out. I, like, my, my dream was to go to North Carolina A&T. That was my dream. Okay. And my mom was like, no. What? Yeah. She, if she could not pay for college out of her pocket so she could be able to control me, she didn't want me to go anywhere that she couldn't pay for. Damn, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was bullshit. So I, I look at this and go, even though I've, I've heard other people since then, especially if they were part of Divine Nine or they had mm-hmm. a um, HBCU experience to go, don't look at a different world as the end-all, be-all of right. the black experience in college. And I'm like, it's kind of hard not to, especially if you didn't go. Because especially didn't that's what you aspired to. Right? You were like, that is the pinnacle of your that's college right experience. There. That is all that I want. I want the Mr. Gaines. I want the pet. I want my, my you know, my clique. Yep. You're like, I want that. I want all of it. I want all of it. Yep. I want my two jobs. I want my 4.0 <laughs> GPA. I want, the, like... Living, Kim Reese was such a fucking fallacy. <sighs> like I just knew I could have two and a, two and a half jobs. I can have all these majors. Yeah, I can have my four point I can have my social you know, my social life. Yeah, she was tired, but she still made things. She like still made that shit work. And I got to college. I was stressed out. I was depressed. <laughs> I was anxious. I had I one job. I had a two point. I was everything. <laughs> this whole one. <laughs> I wasn't even like, um, what's her name? The sunflower. Come on, come on. Fre- no. Freddie. I wasn't even Freddie. I, was like- I was not even like Freddie. Uh-huh. I was Jaleesa. Yeah. I was a grown ass bitch <laughs> in a small <laughs> with grown ass problems. <laughs> Trying to make sense of this. Trying to make sense. Trying like, to make sense of this. That is who I am. I'm divorced. Yeah. Like, don't even. I don't even know what to do with this. I'm like, I. Just... But that was my. You know, that's what I wanted, and I just didn't get it. But it's. But I will say, in hindsight, I'm mm. kind of glad that I got that experience of knowing that that shit is for TV. Get your, come down. Twenty eight minutes and a, and some commercials. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Only Humble get, yourself. We only get twenty eight minutes. Well, back then we probably got twenty eight minutes. Now it's like twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. Like, Humble know. yourself. Um, here's the depression. Here it is. In case you you always it. had it, but you know, now is the time for it to shine. Now is when it really shows its true colors. Hey. Hey. It's bitch. a it's a, <laughs> it's a soft, soft hue like hue of gray. It's just that's all. Yeah, it really is. Everything's bland. It's just you're really sad and you don't know why. Right. And I really had to learn a lot about, you know, mm-hmm. timeliness and like town management or right. myself. Sleep, sleep. Mm-hmm. All those things. You know, some people like, you Time know, man- before yeah. I got to college, you know, you always get you always sit on the panels and you listen to all the college kids talk and you're like, 
they're saying like, oh, things like, oh, you know, you forget to eat. Yeah. Or, um, you know, you have so many exams. I was, how the fuck you forget to eat? Fat ass. How the fuck you forget to eat, bitch? Things he does not do is miss meals. I mean, here we However, are. comma, I missed quite a few meals in college. Messing around with depression. Yes, you stress the fuck out. You have all these papers due. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I want to thank a different world for even just having that platform because it's just kind of, I kind of thought I would be Kim Reese. I kind of turned into Freddie a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like the radical. I was avid. Like I was activist. (laughs) I was like really a campus activist. Like, fuck this shit. You know, I'm doing marches. I like had a, I will definitely not choose my experience over again and say do yeah. something differently. This is something I'm really glad I did. I went to ODU, half black, half white, yeah. very much racist. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the Commonwealth. Well, yeah, it's a Commonwealth. So, <laughs> yeah. I had a friend that went to, well, I had a couple of friends that graduated from ODU. That was where I was going to end up going. Where did you go? I went to Thomas Nelson Community College. Okay. And my goal was to transfer to ODU, but mm-hmm. but didn't happen. Okay. I ended up having to move back to Richmond, and the next thing I know, I was pregnant. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I I really would look into these. I would look into these shows. I look up to these shows and go, wow. I know this isn't the entire experience, right? But the beauty of being able to be in this space mm-hmm. and have friends that have friends and family that belong to any aspect of the divine nine. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that's a Zeta. I have a friend that's a Sigma Gamma Rho. I have a friend, a cousin that's a Delta. Mm-hmm. I have um, people I know that are AKAs. I have friends I know that accuse my pastor is a damn Kappa. Like it was so many aspects of this that does he shed me in a pulpit? I don't think anymore. But he talks about his cane. That like we had canes and we did this and we did that. And I was just like, okay, all right. And then at the time when I was still at my church, my pastor being a Kappa and the the man who ran the AV team being an Alpha mm-hmm. was weird. <laughs> It was weird. It's kind of like, you know, my pastor started talking about his experience as a Kappa, and like it would take everything out of the audio band, like just not to turn mute down that his down. mic. What if you mute this? Eh, shut up! Like it was, <laughs> it was that, and then you know, it don't it don't help that they just be staring at each other. It was it was like a friendly fire type of beef. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a look at this Kappa, right? look at this now. It wasn't that, but it was just funny to hear them all. Have right. their little things. And I'll be like, hey, damn, I really wish. I had that experience. I had that experience. But, yeah. I think about it from time to time. Like, is there like a black nerd sorority I can, I can brush? <laughs> a Do pledge it. to? Or something? Do I don't it. know. But, yeah. So, now that we are talking about, um, well, we're about to talk about movies. Now that we're talking about TV shows, what movies? Oh, my God. Movies. <laughs> Like, what are the movies that out that would like? I don't want to say help you identify with your own existence, but we have those movies. Okay, well, I would say this: <laughs> we so, have those movies that are like, oh, my life makes more sense now. Life makes so much sense. <laughs> I never got that experience. Like, oh my gosh, life is great now. I get it. But now. like Soul Food, I remember watching uh, that. They fuck my husband is going to be <laughs> like solidified in the black. 
like Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was my first time ever hearing the word buku. Okay, and understanding what it meant. It understands exactly what it means. Yeah. Yeah, but face fuck my husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homegirl turned in the corner with a knife in her hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I never liked the best man. You don't? I never liked the best man. I've seen Let it. Let me explain okay. to you why. <laughs> Boom. Check this out. It's so fucking ashy. Hot take. It's so fun. <laughs> That's the ashiest movie I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. <laughs> so this this offset <laughs> has been smashing bitches. Since they met. <laughs> smash, 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 smash. Everybody get the dick. They're slanging. They're slanging. Would, would you like some dick? I have some dick here. Would you like some dick? Hi, we have a dick special. Hi. <laughs> Just letting you know, and, and this is this is a public service announcement. Um, anybody that's like losing their shit over dick, um, just needs you to remember that... Um, Dick is very abundant. It's bountiful. It's bountiful. It's highly abundant and of low quality. Yeah. And of low demand. Right. So if you're like, oh my gosh, girl, but he's dick. Mm. You can find another one that's not attached to an asshole. So. Like my girls, the city girl says, <laughs> I don't want no broke nigga with good dick. <laughs> Slide the mic back. And just let that wash over That's you. All, okay. Just let it wash. <clears throat> she also said, I ain't no petty ass bitch. Play with your kids. Ooh. Nice. And I just want everyone to know that the yeah. city girls have, I think they really empower me <laughs> to say no to fuck niggas. <laughs> they do. Like, I ain't no petty ass bitch. Play with your kids. <laughs> that is like anthem. I need that tatted on my forehead or something. It's just so just, I can remember. Just so I can remember. Just like, remember. You not a patty ass bitch. Remember who you are, somebody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> remember who you are. <sighs> but seriously, remember who you are. Remember who you are that bitch. You are not. You are not here to play with these hoes. Stop no, playing. No, not here. To, I'm, I'm here to have my neck on everybody. Like okay. My foot on everybody's neck. On everybody's neck. Everybody neck on other folk neck. <laughs> neck on neck. Just regular, just random body parts on people's necks. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch got her elbow on my neck. What I sure do. She got her nose on my neck. <laughs> what you gonna do? I nothing. What you gonna do? Nothing. But yeah, it's just. I would say that, you know, like you said, PSA, dick is bountiful. It's plentiful. Yeah. You can get it anytime you want. Do not lose your life no. over broke niggas with good dick. No. It's All not right? worth it. It's not worth it. I know we, I know we've hit, we, we, the, the light is red, but yeah. I, I know it is, but this was necessary. I know we hit the quota necessary. of this, the, the N-word. Yeah. I'm so sorry. This was necessary, though, because um, it's somebody out there crying over it's some, a piece of peen on Instagram that won't like her photo. It's like, Banks. girl... Did you see her crying on Instagram? No. Oh my gosh, this was hilarious. Why was she crying? Girl, okay, so ba- boom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to your regular schedule program right. in a second. Give us boom. A- Hold on. So, homegirl got kicked off a plane, and she was crying. She got kicked off JetBlue. Why? So I don't know if it was JetBlue, like you know, so no one can like come to sue me. But anyway, I just think JetBlue is just like the 
the generic plane <laughs> or like spirit. Like you're gonna always say spirit. Oh damn! I would never fly spirit, but no. I just once every, you know, I just think that's what it is. My brother flies spirit. He's never had a problem. I cannot what fly spirit. Magical Negro thing is we this. We can't do it. We can't do it. We can't no. do it. So apparently, like she got into like this little tiff with the flight attendant. Oh god! So she was saying she had made it seem like that she wasn't really like doing the most. But given Azalea Banks' track record, Basically. I'm going to assume that she did something of the sort, Absolutely. which looks like the most. And she was saying that she said something under her breath, so the flight attendant went to the, to the um, captain, and like, they kicked her off the plane. Get this. Wow. Right. So she's crying because, you know, the world wants to see black women fail. Yeah, I never want Azalea Banks to, you know, to have anything nice. <laughs> um, y'all ain't shit. <laughs> and <laughs> she's just, like, crying. And I wanted to pick her up by her, you know, her mangled edges. Oh, okay. Dust her off mm -hmm. and tell her to go fly spirit <laughs> and go home. But I, of course, I didn't do that. I laughed. And I went on, you know, I went to see what else was on the shade room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's on baller alert? What's happening here? Right. Like... <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to check back in with you. Yeah. Because then I'm like, you know what? That's what you get for doing spells with a dirty-ass closet. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's what you get for always talking that shit. Oh, um, so God. people were really not looking, like, giving it to her. Not, and I felt a little bad because y'all know that's my problematic fave. Mm. I felt a tiny stinge of badness because I was like, wow, Azalea Banks is really going through. Pat, pat. Down, head on head. Yeah, they're there. there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but they're there. Um, speaking oh. of like, I guess like recent events. I yeah. want to. I think we should talk about Rachel True. Absolutely. Like, and just give speaking. You know, speaking, speaking of like of black movies, people yeah. and movies that have like impacted us. You know, yeah. The craft is, oh. has always been a oh. favorite of mine. Same. I watch it and I'm like, I can watch on Netflix right now. I like, can. Uh, I know so when I was good. RA, I made sure I like I um, filmed it for people so we could Ooh. see it. So I made. I was like, listen, we have to watch the craft. Absolutely. Because I mean, come on. It's so good. We are the. Mistress, I would do mister. you a disservice. As, exactly. If I did not show the craft to you. I would I would be messing up the trajectory of your life. Okay. If I did not help you. And I want to say that made people's lives better. It did. It did. So because she was the only person that had like a racial element to her plot point. Boom. And then you knew that shit was real because you know how white people are. Exactly. And I was upset because it was homegirl. I actually like her as an actress. I'm like, why are you doing this? But <laughs> so yeah. So Rachel went, and I don't know who started it, but I just, you know, of course the group chat updated me, and they were like, you know, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I looked on Rachel's, like, Twitter, mm -hmm. and she was basically just saying how they are still, like, booking shows and events to come and speak, like, the, the witches from the craft, yep. except her. Except her. And they've been doing this since the movie aired. And the movie came out more than, what, 25 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I'm I'm looking through her Twitter now. Okay, so I can and get an idea of what she said. She was just basically saying that you know they have been doing all these shows. I mean, doing all these events without her. And I guess one of the people I forgot her name. If you know, her, if you can find her name, mm -hmm. she wanted to just like tip her off and say, "Hey, you know they're doing this because you're black. Like, uh, they don't." It was, and which one is she? She was. Um, 
Jesus. Her name just left me. Um, she was homegirl. At, she was the main one. She was the one that got a little too high off of. Oh, that chick. That was I her. like her. Right. Um, always liked her. What is her name? I bind you. Nancy. There it is. Nancy. She was Nancy. She was Nancy. Yeah. I like Nancy. Nancy Same. was fucking fun. She was hilarious. Nancy was hilarious. She scared the shit out of me. I wanted her more stuff. I do. T- well, she's done more stuff since then, but then she, you know, you know how white Hollywood can get. You know, if you if you don't fit in a different of of, of like specific type of genre, they like throw you in bottom barrel stuff. Also, Vivica Fox. I'm gonna talk about Vivica too. Oh Lord. Okay. I like Vivica. I do. They typecast her. They typecast her like so. Horribly. They typecast her, but then she. I think what really happened with Vivica is that she, she went on that Fifty Cent shit. Girl, <laughs> as as we said, going back to the PSA, <laughs> um, dick is bountiful. Right. It is abundant. Of low, it's bountiful it's, and of low value. And you it's don't, so much don't of it that it, there's no need let to it wreck your flood. walls. Don't. Not your life. That's it. That's don't. it. As long as you recover and you do a Yanni scene, girl, you'll be fine. You're good. Get tested regularly. Get boom. <laughs> um, That's it. <laughs> Shit. We here for the people. So like, they went into this whole like back to Rachel. So they went into this whole thing about allyship, yeah. about white allies, because they was like, well, all she did was tell you about it. She never stopped going. Right. She never stopped getting the money. Right. Which is true. It's like if you want to be an ally, to me. You would say, "Well, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this without, you know, without the four of us, right? Exactly. Yeah. But you still, you know, get accepted awards. You still, still want stuff, money, and right. you're just like, oh, bitch, let me tell you what happened. Don't tell me what happened at the party that you knew I was uninvited to, ho. That's how I feel. Right. Do not tell me. Why was you there? If you know we friends and you know they didn't invite me, why was you there? Why was you there? Telling me what's happening inside the club. And, and I can't get in. I can't get in. They're not letting me in. And matter of fact, I'm just that bitch. I'm going to show up anyway. Right. Oh, hey, ho. <laughs> I heard y'all was having a thing. <laughs> I am really the evil queen. Am I black? That is invited. No, no. What's her name? Maleficent. Yeah. Because she was mad. She was mad. She didn't get invited. She was mad. So she cursed the whole family. She was. <laughs> hey Naya. She was just mad. She didn't get an interview. She, I mean, in, an invite. She didn't so get guess invite. what? Guess what? Bitches, me. <laughs> hey ho. <laughs> Oh, I can't get an invite. This honor on you. This honor on your cow. (laughs) Your whole family. I know this is a different movie, but still. Okay. Listen, (laughs) fuck all y'all. And bitch, here's a curse for the next 16 years, ho. That's it. We're going to make sure that that Oh, raggedy bitch. We're going to make sure that that hope sleep. Ain't nobody going to do nothing about it. What you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Y'all don't even like me no way. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not breaking the curse, ho. I'm not. You, that, that hoe got figured out on her own. On her own. I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. And then I just throw a smoke bomb. I wish Rachel would have just like put a curse on everyone. <laughs> it's like, don't, don't even worry about it. The, the, the hilarious thing about it is that you're literally coming for someone who is now an actual witch. She's a whole ass witch. On, on Instagram, doing her cards, with her crystals, doing all this cool shit. And y'all over here like, you know what I'm going to mess with? Rachel the Trump. one that could actually... Fuck up some shit in my life. Like the rest of these, the rest of them played witches. Rachel True actually is one, and outside of Nev Campbell, she looks exactly the same. The exact homegirl has not aged at all, at all. At all. N- neither has Cree Summers. 
At all. At all. <laughs> and I'm really pissed about this because what is your work like? What is your workout regimen? What are you doing for your face? Girl, being carefree and not and staying on hoes next. That's it. That's it. Neck a, juice. A balanced diet I of neck juice. It's a balanced little, diet. You know, we just sprinkle a little neck juice mm-hmm. under our eyelids. Get a little right. Just pat, pat, pat. pat. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, y'all really, y'all really did try to come for, for our our good sis Rachel because like, fuck y'all. Right. It's like the the movie poster literally has the four of them. She had the strongest outside of um, Nancy and all them. She mm. had one of the strongest, especially for us. Parts of the movie, right? Even though they they didn't give her a backstory, right? And of, one of my friends brought that up. They never gave her a backstory. Yeah, they just kind of said, "Oh, well, a bitch was racist. We yeah. got her." That's her only backstory, and that's in present time. That's not anything that happened past, right? So yeah, so we had like the other chick, Nev Campbell. She had her she was a her burn thing. victim, I believe. Girl, no, okay. she had something going on. Yeah, white people's skin is always something. I can't. So she had to get that together, right? Um. Nancy, Nancy was, was broke. Yeah. So hard family. Hated um, her stepdad. Her mom was a. Yeah. I believe her mom was an alcoholic or something like that. Yeah. She, that was her thing. And then I think I can't think of homegirls. Um, Let's call her Sarah. I was. Just, uh, I man. think her name is Sarah. For yeah. Some reason. I know her real name is Robin. But, Same thing. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so Sarah. Yeah. You know, her mom had died. Her mom was an actual witch. Yeah. Her mom died. Like you got all this backstory on everyone except of Rachel's character. Right. So. You can see it right now. There's a discrepancy in the, you know, to her the name w- was actually Sarah. Boom. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I know my shit. <laughs> I don't care if I made it up. I don't care if it was random. Her <laughs> name was going to be Sarah her regardless. Sarah. And Rachel, Rachel True was Rochelle, Ro- so it was not far from her actual name. And then it's like. You have to roll your neck. You have it. to, and I it, and I guess Rochelle. she just didn't embody. Cause you remember, well, shit still happens, but you know, can you do it a little more black? Like she doesn't I have know. that element about her. I know they they ask her to do that shit. Absolutely, and she's like, no, I'm not gonna shut can the job. Can you like for y'all. black it up a little bit? Can you like when I when I say your name? Can you like can you do the thing with your neck? neck? It's like, uh, can you give me a little bit more sister girl? That's all I need. All right. And it's like, uh. Kamala, Kamala Harris. I don't know why she's here, but they just started screeching. It's like, girl, those are AKA, those are sweeties. Honestly, I've been, I've been hearing a lot of things about Kamala. 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 Same. Same thing. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about her. I'm not feeling her, but continue. Same. Same. But as far as I don't like, care that she's the AKA. Yeah. I don't care that she's black. We need. We definitely. I don't is, care that she's a woman. This is another. Not. Give me Auntie Maxine. Is she running? No. That's who needs to run. Give me Auntie Maxine. If this orange big bitch who's <laughs> 75 years old can do it. Eat Auntie Burger King. Talk about some oh, this is our favorite meal. Burgers. Uh, ham burgers. Ham burgers. Ham burger. I hate you so much. Um, oh, this was 96. So, yeah, it was over 23 years ago. Uh, Well, going on 23 years ago. But, yeah, I don't. Like, we can't up? vet everybody. I mean, no, we have to vet everybody. We have to. to say. And I don't want Maxine to run because I don't want her. No. I just want my, my home girl to run. I, I will provide I security. To to her. I will provide Protect security. Protect her at all costs. Because <laughs> I'll be um, pissed if somebody come at her and try to do anything. The whole 
They go, they go, the whole family dead. Bro, we're going to yeet this bitch to the sun. The That's whole what family is dead. The whole planet Oh, man, gone. I heard your son was um, th- doing threats on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I got to die. That's like that. That I don't want nothing to happen to her. That's why I'm like, no, leave her alone. I want, same, well, th- same thing with Michelle. I don't want nothing to happen to her. I don't really want Michelle to run. I'm just, I don't either. I'm good. That's what I'm saying. That's why they keep throwing her out there. I'm good. I don't want Oprah to win. No. I'm good. No. I would, I would want somebody with, I want somebody younger with the same energy as Maxine Walters. You know Walters. what? This is what I want. I finally figured it out. I want us to take a break from a president. True. I just want us to be single for a while. Right, just see what happens. Just see what you know. We just test the waters. Test the waters. You know? Get out there. See what we can do. Yeah. Be, be like the Oscars with no hoes. No hoes, girl. Speaking of hosting, <laughs> did you see Alicia Keys? No. She's I hosting the Grammys. I actively avoid Alicia. Who Keys. told her to do that? <laughs> I actively avoid. She Alicia has Keys. the personality of a towel. Who <laughs> 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 <I> told? <laughs> She just sucks everything up. (laughs) (laughs) You put her back on the rack. Like, that's, I just don't. You ever pass out internally? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I just, who told her to do this? I avoid her at all costs. Mm, Alicia. (laughs) Like, I just want to know. You know, it's probably like how SpongeBob was like, Elected to be the hall monitor, <laughs> like <laughs> she, was, she was the last person on the list. It was like, uh, you know, you know, Brendan had went twice. He in the back just <laughs> he's scooting ooh, ooh, the ooh. chair up. He hop- <laughs> bumping all the kids, misses. Okay, squeak, squeak, and it was like, oh, go ahead, Alicia. Uh, just Girl. go ahead. She went, yay! Right, exactly. Just, uh, I'm upset. a sing on top of pianos. Like, that's what it got. Baby girl, remember she sung on top of that piano when she was when pregnant? She was pregnant. <sighs> now, I'm not going to shame nobody for doing anything when they're pregnant because, listen, I couldn't do shit. Girl, she when got I was her pregnant. fat ass on. And when them women get up there and they want to do cool shit pregnant, yes, go for it. But <laughs> the way Alicia was getting <laughs> was like, when was Love Mama when you need her? Do one swing. Where was Love Mama? Do one when swing the wrong way. Your ass is out of here. Like <laughs> Love Mama could have just got on that table. Down. <laughs> dragged her down. Hey. And did a pose at the end. The New York pose. <laughs> it's like again, I'm not gonna shame because again, I, I, I was pregnant thing. at one point. I would never shame a woman for doing cool shit when she's pregnant. I, mean, I look at Beyonce. Exactly. Look at Beyonce. Look at Cardi. Look at all these women. Like, yo, sis, go out there and do, do what you, you need to do. Because I couldn't do it when I was pregnant, and I love to see it. I don't know what Alicia was on that day. However. <laughs> Alicia just did got, it in a way that made you go, what are you doing? When she got <laughs> on that damn that piano. baby grand piano, and everyone looking at her like, what I hope she don't are fall. you doing? I hope she don't fall. Like, that's all I, I hope she don't fall. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was that. It was very like, okay, girl. Right, like stop. Cute. Who told Alicia Keys to host the Grammys? I just thought I want to host the Grammys. As you should, you should put your name out there. But I like, should. Hey, I know y'all already got this thing figured out, but don't but, know about watch the Grammys no more anyway. The Grammys should just be 
You it'll be so Instagram fucking black. It'll it be, be the blackest thing ever. Matter of fact, if anyone had oh. all the white categories, Mm-mm. they're not. I'm not going to do them anyway. Why? Um, because who wants to? <laughs> um, of course, Cardi would perform. Absolutely. I had to call my girl, my good girlfriend Beyonce. Absolutely. You know, she would actually show up because she's like, oh, okay, people I actually care about. I, I think I'm gonna leave Nikki at home. I mean, yeah. Um, we could get Rihanna. She'll, she'll actually do a song. In yeah, three years. Yeah, she she'll, she'll we'll just throw out some fancy. Exactly. She's just come out and fit and Fenty Savage should be like hey. right. Remember that song I did three years ago? Okay, bye. Here's like, a song like, from my first album. Yeah. Um, she it she come out and goes, anyway, here's Wonderwall. And then she just I would love it. But just speaking of like black representation, even in music for me, mm-hmm. I just think that a lot of people have even showed me um how to deal with stuff. Yeah. I used to watch like movies and like especially TV shows like family drama to figure out how to deal with things in my life. Mm. Okay. So, like just now I, that's how I know how to tell Alicia Keys that she should just shut like shut the <laughs> <fuck> down. <laughs> but seriously like I would kind of project myself into that family yeah. to figure out how I would deal with certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's I would always associate myself with different characters. Mm. Like um what's her face? The first time I kind of experienced an anxiety attack, it was just like how, um, come on, in Soul Food, the older sister, I cannot think of her name, Max. Was her name Max? No. Maxine? The oldest, like, what would be on the TV show? The TV show. Oh, see, I don't watch the TV show. Oh, my God. So, let me just explain. So, she, it was like an out-of-body experience. Like, it was like her normal self, her, like, put-together self was looking at herself fall apart. Mm. And that shit happened to me. Same. I was literally just watching myself fall apart. And it was like, get up. It was like, get up. Get up. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what's happening? What is wrong like, with you? <laughs> I'm like profusely crying. Yep. I am shaking. Yep. I'm terrified. Yep. I'm hyperventilating. Yep. And it's like, you are really watching yourself break down. You are. And you're like, well. And that's how I can identify that was an anxiety attack. It was like, this happened on Soul Food, and mm. here this shit happening like, in my dorm room mm. at like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like panicking. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. So yeah. that shit was rough. Yeah. And I, that, I'm really glad that you know, TV shows was showing stuff showing like that. that. Yeah. Because I was able to identify those things. I was like, okay, so this is an, this is an anxiety attack. I need to go see something, somebody about this. Of mm-hmm. course, I never did. Yeah. Um, Until, but, yeah. Until now. And so, yeah. yeah, but it was just like that's what I use black. That's what I use black TV shows for, and also jokes. <laughs> oh, absolutely, baby! Ain't nobody if got. You want to know how my depression got jokes? <laughs> Watch Martin. Absolutely, and you know, for me, uh, probably the movie that really set it off for me and black representation. Even though it's a weird, I'm just go with me on this. Even though it's a weird aspect of representation, Crooklyn. Really? I, if there was one movie I committed to memory, mm-hmm. it was Crooklyn. I could cut it on right now and remember certain aspects of Crooklyn. Mm-hmm. I guess I will go have to watch Crooklyn. I never watched it. Oh, gosh. It's such a good movie. It, for me, it's neck and neck with Do the Right Thing on the Spike I was going to. Yeah. On the Spike Lee. How can you have a, a black representation matters podcast and not and not mention Spike Lee? Spike Lee. As ashy as That's he just is. Crazy. Girl. We can we can talk about Spike Lee. But that was the one that was the first oh, movie that really of Spike Lee's that 
solidified him as a filmmaker to me. Because mm-hmm. even growing up as a kid, my number one goal was to be in Hollywood somewhere. Whether acting, um, being on stage, being behind the camera, directing, whatever. That was my goal. All of it. All of it. I was going to be the, the quadruple, quintuple threat. So, Debbie Allen? I was, was going to be Debbie Allen. Boom. Oh, I met her. She was so sweet. How was she? She was so sweet. She was like, I just melted. She like touched my arm and I went. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. And so, <laughs> so <laughs> Crooklyn, I identified with Crooklyn, especially with Troy, because mm-hmm. Troy is the only girl in the family. Okay. And me being an only child, but always being around my boy cousins mm-hmm. and being like almost like the 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 voice of reason, even though I had, I was way too young to be a voice of reason. Yes. Um, I identify with her. Thank you, trauma. Exactly. Thanks, trauma. I feel like we should make a drink and call it thanks, trauma. And just like we do thanks, Obama. And you just open it and it'd be like the reverse of Pandora's box. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she helped me so much because I identified with how she viewed her mom. Um, even though her and her mom got along way better than my mom and I mm-hmm. did. And I also identified the relationship she had with her dad. Mm-hmm. And she was such, even though they didn't really show it the way that I embodied it, she was such an imaginative character because she was able to take herself out of whatever she was going through at the time. And as the movie went on, because I don't want to spoil it for you, I didn't know you hadn't seen it. But as the movie you goes... You can spoil it for me. It's been like... 30 years. It has. It's, I still watch it. I think it was 94. But <laughs> Same thing. It's, yeah. So, <laughs> almost. But. Paige, I'm almost 30. Oh, my God. Coming from me, the 31-year-old. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I had a moment. I'm so sorry. I'm almost oh 30. gosh. I'm but, old. Shut up. So, <laughs> but. <laughs> one one of my favorite, of course, if there are so many lines, like you're talking about with jokes, there are so many lines, so many quotable things in right. that movie. You got the part when, um, spoiler alert again, if nobody else has seen Corkland, uh, the part where her cousin stuffs the aunt's dog into the pullout couch, and the dog's name was Queenie. And they lived in Brooklyn, obviously, but they had family in New- in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So the aunt had this very, just the dad's sister, had this very Southern drawl, like, oh, oh, Lord, have mercy. She had that very, mm-hmm. very, she was very that. And Troy came along, introduced the cousin to, like, life outside of these pretty literal picket fences of black people in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And she came along, she's kind of tough, got these braids in her hair from Brooklyn. The cousin don't know what to do with that. It's the first time she's ever seen it. So she starts emulating what Troy is doing, even though Troy is younger than her. And so the aunt don't like that because she's starting to realize, she, she's starting to fight with her more than usual. And so homegirl gets back to her aunt, and well, back at her aunt, and stuffed the dog, because her aunt loved the dog more than she loved her own adopted child. But <laughs> stuffed the dog into <laughs> into the pullout couch. And the aunt is pissed. She's like at this point where she's getting sick of all these kids in the house. It's, it's right. Troy's birthday. And she's like, get, get the kids out of here. And she goes to pull out the couch. And this damn Pomeranian <laughs> flings out the couch. Homegirl hits her knees. Quit Allowing my child! It's everybody in the room is just staring at her, and her her daughter's looking at her with this smirk on her face, just being like, 
You can't see my face, but I'm very like mm. smug about it. Sorry, what? Sorry to happen to your dog. Like it was that, Bitch. right? Yeah. It was that, and then all you can hear is just this woman crying, just like, <laughs> and Troy, Troy doesn't know what's happening. She's like, I just came down here for the summer. I don't know Look. what y'all do. I don't know what's happening. I had nothing to do with this. I had nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> and it, I identified with her so much because she was the only girl. Right. She was the youngest. And she had an embodiment of a, of adulthood, even though she was like 11 <laughs> when she was this kid in the movie. And then, again, spoiler alert, her mom dies. Mm. And she has to become basically the mother of the family. Damn. Yeah. Thanks, trauma. Right. Thanks, trauma. And so it's this really beautiful pinnacle part at the end of the movie. Because, I mean, Queen Alfred Woodard is her mom. Oh. So there's this part at the end of the movie where it goes from Alfred Woodard doing her hair to Troy now doing her little brother's hair. Mm. And they both have these froze and they're talking and they like they're basically saying the same things over and over and all that. And then Alfred Woodard is in the background talking to her from heaven, but heaven is essentially a Brooklyn stoop. And she's just like, Hey ladybug. And it was just beautiful. And I identified So wait. Yes. It's a she uh, it's not like it's not never mind. I'm just not even gonna go there. It's not no, like no, no, no. You, it's not like she's okay. it's angels flying around the stoop. Okay. It's her just sitting on the stoop talking to her. Oh, okay. So she just came from heaven. She just came from heaven. Ooh, child. I was like, wait a minute, is that what we're looking forward to? <laughs> she just came from heaven. Just let she, me stay here. She got these beautiful braids in with like these beads going down and she's just talking to her. She's mm. like, You've grown it so it's beautiful. And then you watch Troy mm. walk off her she holding a, a literal jar of grease. And as she just finished greasing her brother's scalp and picking his fro out, being like, dinner's gonna be ready at such and such. He's like, okay. And they just go run off. You know that, you know that Spike Lee long pan of you're gonna look at the screen yes. and everything. So that's the movie that made me go, ooh, I wanna be a filmmaker. And it's yes. also the movie, <laughs> it's also the movie that made me go, I wanna be a storyteller. Yes. And it helped me to understand that, okay, I could do, I could tell stories like this. And I identify with Troy so much because that was me growing mm-hmm. up. Like, not that specific story, but having to grow up really quickly mm-hmm. and navigating your way of still being a kid, but now having to deal with these adult situations. Things, right. Situations. And it was just so beautifully shot. They were like, the, the shots in Virginia were just exaggerated and they were mm-hmm. just tall and widescreen. It's just like, oh, look at this and everything. And, Brooklyn was like tight and compact, and it was like it was beautiful the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. And then, out of nowhere, years later, as an adult, I'm on Facebook, and the actual actress that played Troy, um, Lord have mercy, give me one second, because I'm like, <laughs> I'm blanking on everybody's names right now. It happens. It happens. It happens. But I like lost, lost my shit. So Zelda Harris. Ooh, let me see her. That's that's what Troy used to look like. Not used to look like, but back in the day. But so I'm on Facebook and I see Zelda Harris is actively Aww. on Facebook. And I just shoot my shot. Come and on. And I request to be her friend. And she accepted. And we've like chatted. <laughs> I haven't been like fangirl and be like, oh my God, you're a Troy. Because I know people hate that. 
So she's like out in LA living her best life. She plays beautiful. She's gorgeous. She plays the violin. Come she be on, out man. here doing social justice work. Like she's so dope. And she's only done like maybe one or two movies since then. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I did it for a while. It was cute. But now this is what I really care about. Mm-hmm. And she's so dope. Like she's not so much on Facebook too much anymore. Come on. Full but that, circle. It came full circle and it made me go, well, shit, if I could this person that I kind of idolized growing up, because I'm like, damn, I understand that experience of having to grow up super quick. To now, like, talking to her and her being, like, I was sick one day. I was like, oh, I don't feel well. And then she's in my messages, feel girl, so, you know, feel better soon, girl. And I'm like, <laughs> she knows this <laughs> It meant so much to me. And I was like, that that to me, if I had a, a moment where a black movie like made me feel seen right. or, or represented something to me or gave me a hug in some way, it would be that. Yay. It was so good. I haven't had that moment yet, but I want it. <laughs> to me, I like I just had like different like personalities and like characters like that. Yeah. So never someone like that was like who I was. Yeah. For me, it was like I aspired to be that person. <laughs> like living single. I've aspired to be all of those characters. I want to be as goofy as Sinclair, yeah. fashionable as Regine, mm. as powerful as Max, but you know, as steadfast and mm-hmm. like hungry as um Khadija. Like I wanted to be all these women. I wanted to be Khadija. Girl, listen, I think I'm more Max than Regine, but <laughs> when she told... Shaw, turn it off. Listen, <laughs> I wanted to be a lawyer. I was like, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and be a lawyer. Yeah. Found out not passionate about law at no, all. I just like to argue with fuck. people. I just like arguing. I, like I say that because I'm just, I was the same way growing up. I, I, like, like I would just be a lawyer because I like to argue. I, I was a debate team. Like, I just like to argue Ooh. with people. Listen, I just like arguing. Like, <laughs> I can argue with you. Cool. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I like to pick fights. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm bored, listen, this is how you know I'm bored because I'm going to start picking a fight with people. Mm-hmm. I, oh, shout out to my old Tumblr days. When I, was used to, when I used to be on Tumblr and I used to get bored. Yeah. Sometimes a little depressed. I mean. Guess what? I'm about to start a fight with people. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally hop on people's posts just to start fights with people. Like, that was my, my inner Maxine shining through. <laughs> That's who she wanted me to be. That's who she is. She wanted you to aspire to be yes. this level of petty. Okay. <laughs> Regine told homegirl, she said, I don't create she said, I don't do outfits. I create looks. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I want to be Regine Hunter. <laughs> Kyle Barker, I am everything. Everything is me. Kyle, I think Kyle looks. Kyle looks right around the same now. It's a does he? It's a couple like okay. He looks a little rough. To me he looks says. a little rough because I'm like you know yeah a couple bags here and there but it's not so much to be like he ain't racial true obviously because ain't nobody girl racial true. no one is Between racial for, true. Pharrell and, H- and racial true I'm not exactly sure which. No, Pharrell is now aging because he's showing his ash. Um, I've seen him recently. He's gotten a little older. But I mean, his he came out with his ash a, a few years ago when he had that whole little new black thing. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. So since then, he has gotten older and older <laughs> and older. Y'all Time gotta, is catching up with his vampire ass. Y'all got to be aware of what you're saying, dude. You see, you see Sandra Bullock out here. Okay, thriving. Thriving. This is what Bird boxing. She can't see or hear that shit. That's, this is what happened when you were an unproblematic white person. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is this is how you flourish. Okay. <laughs> 
when you unplop when you unproblematic, like you came out, you adopted a black baby, you was like, You good. Show me what I need to do. I'm a grease that sure. scout. That's I'm gonna learn how to do it. Okay, I'm gonna put these ponytails in his head. I'm gonna tw- make these twists. That's what we gonna do, man. Y'all, mm-mm. y'all not gonna take nope. So I was like, this is what happens when you're unproblematic. Man. That is what you do. That's what you do. And you're this supposed how, to do it. This is how you thrive. So what? This is how. <laughs> this right here is how I thrive. <laughs> <laughs> All the bitches around me. Thrive. <laughs> That's a shirt too. Body, pay attention. attention. You broke bitches are gonna witness me thrive. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Young Draco. Drake. That's like, come on, tell me that's not a TV moment. That is a TV moment. That's pure. That's that's when they go. Well, that's when you I see the you two. Too. That's when you see the two be continued at the end. Listen, <laughs> to me, and they 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 pretend to freeze frame, but they Let, just don't. They don't actually freeze frame. They, they just going. stop moving. <laughs> as soon as it stop, all right, the camera's off. Okay, okay, cut, okay, off, okay. cut all this shit off. Now. It's like Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> the kids aren't watching. They aren't watching. Bitch, it. what the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, freeze frame it. No, that's the, <laughs> the depending on the show, it's either gonna be a slow head clap or it's gonna be nothing. Right. That was my fa- there are so black TV shows just gave me so much in so many ways because they, especially back in the nineties. Yes. It was so many things because there were so many elements that I looked forward to. And that's right. when I realized that I have an eye and a love for this or this sort of thing. Right. I want to be able to create stuff that looks like this. Right. And so those parts were like, <laughs> I think we were talking about this at work a couple, a couple weeks ago. It's like special episode of <laughs> this special episode of family matters is brought to you by Planned Parenthood. <laughs> like it's <laughs> <laughs> It'll be something like that and I'll be like like that episode even though it was a, a joke the way that Martin did it that one time that Martin had a, a PSA at the beginning of his show Which one? I can't remember what it was about. Oh, are you, you know talking about the first about? season? I think so When he would talk to the people? But he not 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 when he was being the DJ talking to the people on the radio I mean uh-huh. like it was that one I cannot remember I remember it being something at the end when he made folk laugh and that's what made me go, this wasn't a real PSA. Mm. But there was something in the beginning. It, anybody that's looking right now on any one of our lives, if y'all know what I'm talking about, please, please let me know. Tell us. But I remember I this Martin. one part, because you remember when there were special episodes, and right. they would either have something in the beginning or the end right. with the main character that that thing was happening to in the show. And they'll be on a bar stool being like, you know, weed is bad. It'll be something like that. Moesha. Right. Go ahead. In this episode, we talked about such and such, and I just want you to know that if anything is ever happening to you and your family, you can call this number. It was it would be something like that. So it was something that Martin, and it'll be a slow pan into the camera, and mm. the camera will come in, like inches towards the person. I'm going to have to figure out which I don't remember which one, but it was What was it about? I don't remember. I just remember him laughing at the end, because it was basically him making fun of the concept. But he kind of came in like it was an actual PSA. Mm-hmm. And he was in the studio. He was in the What's Up studio. And he, had, he was sitting on a bar stool. He had the arm, like, as, as one does when you lean on something. And <laughs> pan, the camera was panning into him. And he was like, last episode of Martin, we talked about such and such. It was that. And then at the end, it was a joke there that made you go, 
oh shit, this ain't no damn PSA. And right. then it went into the theme song. And I was like, what episode was that? Because I remember it vividly, but I don't remember what he was talking about. I'll find it. <laughs> but those are my favorite episodes, especially a black sitcom. Right. Where it was, ugh, I just love the special episodes. Because special episodes were always just, especially with black folk, they at least went into it. They intentionally went into race relations or right. anything like that. And then, like the different world one. I, that's yeah. probably one of my favorite. The one with them in jail. That um, one, I wasn't talk, speaking about that one. Okay. It's been, a, it's been a couple of them because, I mean, it's a black show. Sure. But one of them, okay. the Freddie one, when she found the Underground Railroads, like, yeah, whatever that was, like, yeah. huddle, tuttle, thingy. <laughs> Boom. Then the other one, <laughs> where they were talking about Mammy. No, I don't remember that. Oh one. my god! So basically, they were having like this um, variety show for the for like the new, new the newer generation, Ew. and they wanted to like who was it? Whitley wanted to like um, pay homage to Mammy, mm. and Kim I was do upset. Remember this? Kim was upset because she's a dark-skinned woman. Yep. She was always compared to Mammy. Yep. And, Kim, and then Whitley being light-skinned, light. yep. you know, thin and pretty, she mm-hmm. never had that, you know, negative connotation to her, her skin like that. Right. So Mr. Gaines also kind of asked you how he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was like, girl, fuck your feelings. Like, <laughs> Mammy, Mammy is iconic. But what your problem is. What's your fucking problem? Right. I don't like the way he like mansplained it to her. Yeah. And like kind of, you know, I mean, this is the 90s, how, you know, That's progressive can you be? Right. But it was really good because it sh- one, it gave me the history of Mammy because I went back and looked at who this person was. Yeah. And I love like the, um, Jade, she even put it on her IG story. Mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith. I saw that. Yep. So. Yep. It was beautiful. It was very well done. Yeah. It was iconic. I yeah. think that scene will always be like legendary in black cinema. Yeah. It's like, I, I love black TV, especially in the 90s, because it, uh, it really drove home about blackness about and being blackness, yourself. Yeah. Now, speeding up to the 2000s, oh, I still like TV. I mm. still like Love and Hip Hop. I still like Real Housewives of Atlanta. Nope. I still watch like Blackish. Yeah. I still watch Black Lightning. Yeah. Um, even though it's a very whole tap. And the, the creator of that show is an abuser. Okay, yeah. it's not as whole tap as um what's his, what's that man name, um Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh my God, that show is so whole tap. I cannot <laughs> watch it. I remember. Sorry, Marcus. I'm have to say the word again. <laughs> it was a plot. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch. Mm-hmm. So you know, I got my popcorn. I got my lazy boy. I got my comforter. We're good. I turned on. I fell asleep. I woke up. (laughs) 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 I woke up into like, he was like, shoot me, nigga. Something like that. He was like, who you calling a nigga? (laughs) I am a black man in America. He was like just going off about the (laughs) N-word. I was like, girl, get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I wake up to? This is some bullshit. I gotta go to the bathroom. Why am I? I gotta gotta come in here with this level of ash. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go. Ever since then, I was just not able to take it. No. I was like, did you really just have a whole dialogue around the (laughs) N-word? Get the fuck out of my face. It didn't fit into the narrative. It's like, you know what would be funny? If you really hit 
the N word super hard, and they went okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like when they try to make up a plot. It's just was like, because they was like, well, you know, it's supposed to be like the black exploitation, and it's supposed to be like the, you know. The black exploitation was, was camp. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Right. It was swack. It was corny. It was uncalled He's whack and he's corny. <laughs> uh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I know I live here, but I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I'll see you later. I Bye. probably won't. I'm about to go watch Jessica Jones. So, well, here we and are. here we are. Right. So, I mean, even though we we don't get the 90s feel anymore, there are some shows that are outside of, like, you know, the reality TV. Yeah. Even though I love reality TV. I cannot. I love, <laughs> I like a good ratch. <laughs> I, it, Talk. I can't. Talk, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Joy okay. Unspeakable, you better speak, sis. Lord. Okay, so a couple years ago, well, more than a couple years, just going on five, six years ago, I was a part of a comedy troupe, and we did a parody of the Real Housewives. Yeah, we did a parody of Real Housewives. Okay. Of, it was basically Atlanta. Um, and we basically kind of made fun of the tropes that are ever prevalent mm-hmm. in those things. And... At the time, if anyone remembers, there was an actual show that attempted to come out called The Rich Housewives of Richmond. No, I thought it was The Real Baby Mamas of Richmond. There it is. <laughs> so we, we basically Girl, we made a parody on. of the two of those. We came across, obviously, The Real Housewives first. Right. And then someone else sent us something, and the group was like, yo. Girl, they put them on the GRTC. They put them on the GRTC, and she said, my limo is here. She said that with a straight face. And she was serious. She was so serious. I was like, <laughs> damn. She legit got off of the GRTC bus. Too legit to quit. And said, my limo is here. That happened. So, I was a part of this comedy troupe. And we were making fun of everything that had to do with Real Housewives, period. And after a while, we would sit down after filming and go, this is beyond screwed up. Because it sucks that we, this is the stereotype that we're making fun of. Right. And for me, reality TV outside of like the real world back in the day Mm -hmm. has never really appealed to me. Mm -hmm. And if it... If it is reality TV, I'm watching stuff like Drag Race or I'm watching something like... um, Boom, I don't like Drag Race. I know, I remember you told me. Um, Or I'm watching something like MasterChef or something like that. Okay, I don't like white people like yelling at me. (laughs) But it's like, I would take shows like that over anything Mona Scott ever puts up. Okay. And mainly because Mona Scott, she's the type that will... Set her mama? Right. She's yeah. the type that will attach. She probably has to sell her mama. So her mama. She probably did it. She, she's the type that will attach to your trauma and tell you how much it's going to cost. Right. And that's the part I don't like. Like, genuinely, some of this stuff is actually happening to these people. Right. And you're Except like. Except Rashida. <laughs> I don't think anything that happened in Rashida's um, storyline is something that was actual and factual. I think that you shit is. About the baby and everything? The baby. Oh. Except when Kirk, mama, when Rashida mama um, rolled up Kirk bike. And <laughs> 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 uh, see, and that's the part. That's I, good TV. That's the part I don't like because it's like, yo, if girl, life, when he broke her glasses, it was 
I can't. Life is already too damn hard. So then I gotta sit here and watch other people be oh, shit. struggle. I can't. I love it. That's the part I can't because for me, I'm internalizing what somebody else is going through, and right. it's like I don't like it. I'm already going through my own shit. I would. I much rather have watch something that's going to take my mind off of it. Right. So that's why I love the reality shows that I do watch. There are there are only so many shows that I watch that are like Sorry. appointment TV for me, and Drag Race is one of them, <sighs> and. Okay. I do. And anything that I could like binge that mm. is like fun to watch, I can't do that. So, well. speaking of two things, okay. speaking of that, I recently just watched Pose. Okay. So, now, so my friends were like, you know what, well, you're going to be this bitch. They're going to be like, oh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> and I was like, all right, check this out. I liked it. Billy However, okay. I love Billy. Okay, so <laughs> I like the show. Okay. I thought the show was going to do more for me than it actually did, but I kind of miss it. Okay. I didn't like a lot of the characters. I felt like a lot of the characters were not, to me, they were not likable. Yeah. They were just, I mean, I, I cared more about them as a whole but than them as like. As individuals. Right. Okay. So. Which house though? Just uh, all of them? All of them. I didn't like, um, girl, I'm. I'm good. It okay. was what was her house? Which which one? The main house, you know, with um, Angel, oh, the gays. Yeah, the that gays. house. I don't even remember their names. Just, that's how. That's just, how unbothered I was. I just passed out again. <laughs> it's like I, I don't. Just, yeah. What's her name? I know her name. So what? What? Is, what about um, it made you go like Blanca? Blanca, yeah. I like Blanca. Okay. I really did enjoy Blanca. It was for me. It was it's what I wanted Moonlight to do for me, which mm. was grateful. I wanted Moonlight to show, like to to highlight the struggle, but also give it a silver lining. Yeah. Um, I think Pose really did do that for me. It gave me a silver lining, even though these people are like tra- traumatized. Yeah. They've been kicked out on their, you know, whatever. Especially the um. Oh, no, not Electra. Electra, not not Electra. No, I didn't. Actually, I did like Electra. <laughs> Listen, y'all minute. know, hold on, my friend. <laughs> y'all know I love a good villain. I was gonna I say, I love Melissa <laughs> Maleficent. I love the Evil Queen. Electra was not. It was that bitch. Exactly. She didn't give a fuck about you or your feelings. She, she did not. She gonna show you what it was. That's it. And that's it. And then, what like, you gonna tell her nothing. What you gonna What you gonna do, sis? Nothing. You ain't gonna do shit. I run this whole entire apartment. Now, Electra was a little stupid. <laughs> so for anyone who does not has not seen Pose, Pose is a, really about like what is this? The, the late eighties, yeah. um, early nineties ballroom scene. Yeah. Um, this is a time where HIV and AIDS hit 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 the gay community like very hard. Yeah. There was not a lot of um, knowledge about HIV. So yeah. people were just saying it was a gay disease. You couldn't catch it if you were straight. You were straight. Um, there was a lot of trans identity in the show as well. There was a lot of trans presence and trans identity. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they highlighted more on the trans community than anything else. Yeah. Um, because you know, you normally don't see that. You normally no. just see either lesbians or gay people. And if it is a trans men. person there, it's like a plot point. It's right, like a, it's like an accessory. Exactly. Like, look at the trans person that's here. Exactly. We're going to make sure that we hit that this person's a trans. We're going to make sure we hit all the the letters. Right. Um. Okay. Except the buys. I didn't know what was his name. The um the white dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he was. I didn't either. 
I'm was... gonna just assume he was the bi one. That's what I'm thinking. I don't. I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> so I didn't like what's her name. I didn't like um, Angel. I really did not like her. Why? I had to keep talking about it. I didn't like her storyline. Her oh. storyline was so fucking stupid. <laughs> you mean to tell me you thought this white man was gonna put you up in your in his house yeah. or in a house for so for X amount of time and you didn't stack your coins? That's why I didn't like Electric either. You let this white man put you up in this um, penthouse and you ain't stack your coins. <laughs> You ain't go out and get a job. Nope. You ain't you ain't have to pay for rent. So you ain't go back to school. Mm-hmm. You ain't do nothing. You just like sat here and look pretty. That's it. That's all I had to do. <sighs> Baby girl. That's how we gotta You know my situation. <laughs> I just don't understand. Hey, fuck but like me too, but yeah. But see <laughs> Now that we come into the age of like Me Too, we come into the age of being more woke than the 90s, yeah. we get more things like that. Like Moonlight. I hated Moonlight. It I was great. You told pro- me that. And I, uh, yeah. Since we have this. Since we're here. Since we're here. I remember um, you told me that. And you were like, a lot of people were like, what, is what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I got so many people, they were like, oh my God, I can't believe you didn't like Moonlight. We still don't like it. What do you think? Do you think it's because people are expecting you to like Moonlight? Or do you think it's because you genuinely like? I just didn't like the movie. Oh, I genuinely just did not like the movie. Yeah, and that's, I'm saying that the reaction that you're getting because you're not liking it because people are expecting. Oh, I you're think people to. expected me that right. me being gay. Yeah, me being a black man. You're supposed to also, like. You're all supposed these to things, like right? this thing. No. You're supposed <laughs> to like that. This is about you. Right. And I felt the exact opposite of that. I felt Moonlight was more so for someone who is not in the community. Hmm. I think Moonlight is for you to see the trauma that you put on us. Hmm. Moonlight was more... Um, it's kind of like how the hate you give was yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. It was such trauma porn for me. And that's, and since, since we're talking about how black things matter, as specifically... Okay, so my friend is saying that I have to remember how hard it was for them to get a job because of their identity. Cute. Get it. They still can do it. They still did it. Electra did get a job. Yeah. And this was the 80s. This, she did get a job. Yeah. Um, you can still go to you can still go to school. Yeah. My thing is, she should have leveled up, and she didn't. Yeah. Period. She should have leveled up, Terry. Even if, even if she could have stacked her coins from like hustling, how she was doing. Yeah. You should have been leveling up, and she yeah. did. She refused to. She was complacent. Cute. Mm. That's not a mother. <laughs> you should have done better, girl. She should have done better. But now, Melissa, Maleficent would have never. Maleficent would have never. She, she would have never. She came. She came through the spot once. It was like curse your kids. Just on you. you just on your car. She left. And she left. We ain't got nothing to do. And she went over there to her castle. Okay. That's green. That has smoke all over it. You see how long her cape was? Okay. I want a cape like that. Me I do. really want just a cape. To walk just around to walk house. around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Swing it for no reason. Okay. Make sure it hits me as I put the milk back in, oh. the almond milk, because I just got a bowl of cereal. Boom. Exactly. So but with, I get it. With Moonlight, it was more so like trauma. It was really much trauma porn. Um, he went through like ever since he was little, he went to like do like a trauma experience after trauma, traumatic experience, and like until adulthood when he went to, to like jail. Yeah, and it's like there was no redemption. Yeah, there was no. Um, Let's get to the root of the matter. Then you went back to the nigga that you like, like sent you to jail. It was just so much. 
and it was it was really thought out. I love the concept. Yeah. I love the acting. I love the story. Mm-hmm. It just was not for me. That's so when valid. I said it was a bad movie, it wasn't because of anything that the story did itself. Yeah. To me, it just wasn't the story that needed to be told. That's valid. Because I, I, I feel like, especially in our community, when it comes to our movies, quote unquote, that I made. Right. That... The more traumatic, the more we should be able to relate to. And it. we profit off of black and we trauma. Profit we off profit off of black, off of black tears. A- absolutely, because we—that's a, a big part of why a lot of people, after a while, started coming at Tyler Perry. We, oh, girl. We add so much, just negativity. Like I, a few, like about a year ago, I was on Netflix trying to find, actively trying to find black movies. Right. And I wandered into Nollywood, Netflix. Which is Ooh, that's what tell they, me more. That's what they make. That's what they make the, the Nigerian movies. Them Joy says really bad editing, all that stuff. It's be, it's hilarious to watch. But I wandered into that space. And every It did give us Trevante. It, it did. This is true. Good job, Adrian. <laughs> you better see the silver lining. Thank you, Barry Jenkins. His, oh. So like, but but, go yeah, ahead. Is fine. Mm. Um but <laughs> every Every description of the movie was after her father died. <laughs> after, True. After, right. After, yeah. she, after she was molested. Yeah. After he came from home from jail. After, yeah. so, And it's like, there are movies that are traumatic mm-hmm. that we identify with in certain ways. Like for me, I think this, this on top of Crooklyn are the two movies that really solidify my childhood in different ways for Tell me. Tell me. Crooklyn, Ease by You. You know what? <laughs> I feel like you're pulling my black card. I don't think I've really seen it. I think I've saw it before, but I never really paid attention to it as a child. If you, so I've been wanting to go back and yeah, watch it. If you're into the crap, you would love Ease by You. I've heard. So it's Ease by You is more on the uh, is more the identity of black voodoo, black hoodoo, root work, all those sort of things. It's never it's never like specifically said, mm-hmm. but. Now, with the knowledge that you have of these works and this and how to do these sort these sort these sort of things mm-hmm. that now you have a better understanding and then it's southern like gothic um gothic America because we're there in New Orleans mm-hmm. so you have those elements as well so that movie was the movie that made me go, "Wow, I identify with red mm-hmm. not red um not what they call no Dad was named Red. I can't think of what they called Journey back then. But I'm blanking on everybody's name today. But the main character. All the I damn almond milk. All the damn almond milk. It's the almond milk's fault. All that I identify with the main character because I too felt this like pull towards magic. This pull towards right. um esoteric things. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautifully shot. Damn, like, it's one of the few movies that, <laughs> like, we talked about Samuel Jackson a few weeks ago where he ain't just running around, motherfucker. <laughs> it's one of the few movies he's not that he's very calm, very serene, very, like, Sam even healed. It he was. Can be calm. Yeah. He can be cool. Yeah. He can be collected. Yes. In this movie, he was. So it's that. It's so be- It's so rich because it's like that 1950s, 1960s True. Southern. Ugh, just beautiful. Freaking Lynn, Lynn Whitfield looks absolutely the fuck amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're trying to tell me, because Adrian said I need to find it on, it's, it comes on Bounce TV all the time. Yeah. So I guess I'm just... 
Watch, watch it watch tonight. It, watch it on something that's not going to take away from it. Like, that's not going to cut it off for commercials or say, oh, well, this is some shit that you, Girl, you don't want you to watch. Oh, well, you, okay, you're good then. But I'll watch it tonight. It freaking, like, oh, Eve's, Eve's Bayou is the movie that made me go, wow. Like, mm-hmm. Lynn Whitfield, Debbie Morgan. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I okay. love Debbie Morgan. Speaking of Debbie Morgan and Charmed. <sighs> yes. Come on. So if you love that. He's by you. I never, I never thought I would not like it. Right. It has just Don't always like, been. Just, yeah, yeah. You it has yeah. always been on my list. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I'll get to it. You'll get to it. You get to it. And I say that because, in a way, even though it's not traumatic like our other movies are, right? It is a movie that makes you have to think about how things were done back then. Because mm-hmm. it, it's set in the in the in the what nineteen sixties, mm-hmm. and that whole dichotomy of this is how black life is. This is you know, the the man out here doing fuck shit and the wife is just at home with her kids, just like, Oh mm. Lord, I just hope everything is gonna be okay. But then you mix in magic. <laughs> Truly. You mix in She all said the last time we saw Lynn Whitfield as a protagonist. Basically. <laughs> True. Basically. Because we can't stand Lynn Whitfield as it's anything else. Anything <laughs> she do. <laughs> but we wanted to pop her ass on sight. On sight. Remember that thing you did? In, but I don't blame her for anything that she did in um, Little Damn Dirty Shame at all. So not Little Damn Dirty Shame. What's that damn movie? I was like, because she wasn't in that. She wasn't in that. What's that movie? Uh-huh. A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Girl. So I don't blame her for anything. She said, leave me alone. And you decided you want to be a dick. And you got what you She for. told you. Don't she told you. Words and act like you don't know they mean shit. Exactly. And you went, fuck that. And then you got what you, you, you got what you, you deserve. What you deserve. I don't know what you want me to I'll do. Look. Oh well, that's what happens. Dang. So that was the movie that solidified that part of my life. Okay. And then you know we if we skip years later we go into the Carmen hip opera. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, because that was the one that that was when I was introduced to tarot cards and I was like, what is this? What's happening here? This is interesting. But the church side of me was like, no. Don't do it. But to go back into what we were talking about as far as family trauma and the right. things that are shown to us, even though it was obviously like a exaggeration in a lot of ways with Eve's Bayou, the trauma that comes with the black experience and growing up in black families where the family's broken and all these things that happen, there are movies that I just will not see because I don't want to put myself through it. Right. I have yet to see outside of one or two scenes for Color Girls. I have oh, no, my I have no intention God. of ever watching Precious. I do don't not want to see Twelve Years a Slave. I do not. You there are certain that. things I just I don't love want for to color girls. Okay, so mm-hmm. even though we give Tyler Perry so much black, absolutely. Oh, because who who cares about Tyler Perry? But <laughs> after watching, even though I've heard about the, you know the, the yeah, I can never say her name, but no. The lady that created. Oh the, yes, I can yeah. never say her name. She yeah. died. She recently. recently passed away. Yeah. Um, and Amanda Seals. Shout out to Amanda Seals because she's doing her like Thug Dizzle. <laughs> she had like a whole week of like her poems and stuff. Mm. I wanted. To, I'm going to buy some of her books. Yeah. Um, but it gave me like a really live performance of that stuff. Yeah. And I loved some of it. It, mm. it was just honestly, it was trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma. Right. The acting was really good. And you know Kimberly Lee's girl, she starts shaking and she starts crying when he threw them kids out the window. That's what I'm saying. I saw. I was telling my coworker that because I don't know how we got on the subject. Because so I'm the again, if nobody has heard, I am the only black woman that works in my company. She is, and at this specific in this location, 
And my coworker, Ryan, and I, we're actively trying to work on doing our own podcast about the random conversations that we have at work. Yes, do it. So we're working on that. We've been talking about this. And we're like, we're going to launch in January. It's January. It's, but it's almost February. It's almost February. And I actually called him out on that last week. I was like, remember the podcast? We've got like three damn titles for. Can we get on that, please? Like, I already have everything I need to do. Like, what we got to do? But we were talking about movies that could be traumatic for us. Mm-hmm. And I happened to bring up that particular scene in For Color Girls. And I'm like, I just was at a friend's house, didn't really know what I was watching. I just happened to come over and she's like, oh, come on in, girl. I'm watching For Color Girls. And I went, oh, okay. Because that was one of the movies, because that was around the time that Tyler Perry had really started to hit in the movie theaters. So we were like, oh, Tyler Perry made a movie. We're going we're gonna to go see it. And I saw that one scene. I was like, I'm done. And okay. I had nightmares of that particular scene. I'm like, I'm done. I'm never All watching right. anything. So I'm never watching this movie. This, I'll watch the play. I'm not watching the movie. This may be the reason my child gets kicked off the show. <laughs> All right. You laughed at the scene, didn't you? No, I did not. Okay. Um, I would never laugh at people dying. Okay. Or especially kids that I like. However, this is a time that was very problematic. Um, I had a serious crush on Mayu Ely. I said I still didn't care that he threw them kids out the window. I would have still been his wife. <laughs> We'd have still made it work. Um, I would have just. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get it out your mouth. I can't even say the things I said. <laughs> can you not that person no more? I am though. <laughs> <laughs> To this day, I still don't care that he threw them kids out the window. Damn. It's my fault. Poor babies. It's it's my fault. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Me looking out the window. Oh, damn. Well, so. See the kids. I don't see the kids. I don't see the kids. (laughs) Bird box. Oh, (laughs) shit. Yes. But um, Lord have mercy. Don't leave. Don't leave. I told people I was. Like, I'm really ashamed of this. <laughs> not really ashamed. I'm not really ashamed. Um, it's oh, a part of no. my past. It is who I was, not who I am. Um, but you just said you're not ashamed. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay attention to things I said on my face. Okay. Pay attention to what I want you to hear. Bitch. <laughs> I can't. But there are certain movies that. But I I, I agree. There yeah. are certain things I cannot see. There are certain things I just don't want to watch. Yeah. And for that very reason. And, and I feel like why is that? Why is it that that has turned into what black cinema is? That's the part tr- I don't. Understand. I, I think we've never honestly. Let's just. I think we've never gotten past the the, the traumatic of, the, of marketing ourselves and profiting yeah. ourselves off of black trauma. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Blacks, we, we will always profit off of their tears. Yeah. Whether it be um, figuratively or literally. Yeah. Um, because it works. It works. And why it fix what's, money. you know, if right. it works, why, why try to fix it? And that's what I love about what is happening in black Hollywood now. Everybody's calling me trash in the group chat. <laughs> Montreal has left the group chat. So right. It's like, Montreal has been kicked out of the group chat. But... That's what I'm really happy about what's happening in Black Hollywood now. I'm happy that Regina King... Come on, Regina. Oh, good. Oh, I'm Come happy on, that Regina. she's like... I love the fact that she, when she said that, 
they cut the music. She was like, y'all not going to play over this. I said. It, it was so funny because she had been thanking all her people and saying all this stuff. And right. the music cut on and she's like, I got one more thing. And once she, saw, once she said something about me too, they cut the music. Mm-hmm. And she was able to continue talking. And I was like, yes, Regina. So with Regina saying that I am actively working to make movies that have 50% women in them. So attached to them or whatever. Me, I don't cut you off. Uh, <laughs> when are you when is Adrian? When are all my people that do things that's, that are creative? When are y'all going to reach out to Regina? I'm, when are we sending her email, um, her, her emails or I'm, resumes I'm, of samples of things that we've done? I'm actually working on writing a play right now. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm actually working on it. Just Mike. Oh, okay, cool. It's been, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. It's been something that I've been wanting to do for years, I'm, writing I'm a play. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to attach playwright. To the list of things I know how to do. Fuck it up. Just do it. Fuck it up, friend. Fuck it up, friend. Go to Marcus. Go to Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. So, this is my top 10 favorite vines. Um, but I'm really happy that we're starting to do that. Like Viola, Issa. Issa, Viola Davis came out and talked about that, mm. about her being like, no, I want to tell these stories that people don't really know about. Um, also, Uzo said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uzo was like, I'm, I'm dedicated to telling stories that people don't really right. know about. People, things that I'm interested in. Right. Not necessarily what people want me to do. And know that we're talking about all the black women who's doing these things. <clears throat> exactly. Offsets. Exactly. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Because majority of the time when y'all make a movie, it's us being the ones that are that move the plot point along in some traumatic way. So it's... I'll be honest... It, it was a dream of mine to work in Hollywood or to do something with like film and stuff. I've never, I'm probably never going to do it. Yes, you are. But it's always been a dream of mine to be like an actor or something. Yes, you are. Because you got two friends here that know how to Stop do these <laughs> You got two friends here because I've, I've, Adrian was one of the people that reached out to me when I said. Yay, she did. She, she didn't did. tell me. Good. She reached out to me. It was Good. like when I posted the thing about I'm working on something in March. Right. Because someone helped me. And she was one of the people. Well, you tagged Good. her. So I'm actually going to go back to that and be like, yo, send me your Good. emails. I think I did that already. But let me check to make sure. Because she know I get on her. I know. Stop playing you with me. you do the same thing. You tag yeah. us and things that I see. So I'm like, yeah. yeah I need to. That, don't play with me. I have my moments of imposter syndrome to be like, I and I don't play with you. Do and shit. I will not let you say yourself short. <laughs> don't play with me. And I need that. And I need that. But I'm really happy that we have stepped away and are telling different stories or are allowing ourselves to tell stories that are normally white centered. Yes. Girls Trip. Oh, come on. How many stupid ass movies did we see in the in the 90s about four white people doing dumb shit? Right. And now we get black women doing it and they like, they doing cool shit. And still having simple ass things. Like, when did you ever think Jada Pika would pee on a crowd? Hilarious. Don't you stop looking at her vagina? That was so good. And I'm like, I love Regina Hall. Same. I love, ever since, I think, okay, you know what? Back it up, back it up, back it up. Remember, we were talking about like what character you identify the most? Yeah. Regina Hall's Brenda Meeks. <laughs> Bitch, that is who I am. That is who I aspire to be. And I wanted to just say that I am that person. I am her. She I am. Me. I too. stand up in it. <laughs> like if I could be like a comedic actor, I will 
definitely want to go to the school of Regina Hall because Ugh. she is hilarious. Yeah, because she she has the everything best, she touches. Everything she touches, she has the best faces. She does. She I think knows it's her voice. It. Yeah, it's her voice. Yeah, like Brenda Meeks. Yeah, like it's high pitch, it's squeaky. Yep. Cindy, the TV's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my face. <laughs> it was your so candy good. camera now. Like, come on. <laughs> One white bitch fall down the way and the whole t- the whole world stops. Like, <laughs> come on. It's so good. It's so damn good. <laughs> Look, Kim, don't stand my sandwich. Like, <laughs> like Brenda has so, so much. So much material. She just keep going. Oh, Kelly, don't be on me. Like, come on. <laughs> Material is so good. I love Regina Hall. Regina Hall is she, everything. the goat. I the love goat. her. No Regina one can Hall ever compare to her. Listen, Issa Rae is going to be on that. I know she's going to be like the the new millennial of like Regina, oh, Regina Hall. Hall. She's going to do it. Yeah, man. I want to work with Issa so bad. I met her at ODU. She came out to speak. Oh, you, did? you know, because okay. I am not too shy to put my friends on. <laughs> so I raised my little raggedy hand. <laughs> Because she was talking about, like, scripts and stuff. So I was asking how to do those things because yeah. I had my friend at the time, Adrian, <laughs> that needed to get some scripts out. Oh. So, Adrian, like, we need to work. That, the script that I have done working on right now. Baby is, girl, Adrian does it. It literally. I need Don't I make need me help. call her. I need help with that. Oh, this is my, fir- this is my second time writing a script. My first time working on something. Adrian actively. writes scripts. She's really good at it. Oh, Adrian. I'm going to link y'all. I'm going to make sure. Sh- I'm going to have to. Well, Adrian is supposed to be here one day. Where is Adrian? She's in Richmond. She in oh. Richmond. She oh, she realized she wasn't in the state. No, she's supposed to be in the studio. So we was, oh. we need to talk about upcoming episodes too. Yes. But she's supposed to be in an upcoming episode. Okay. So uh, we need to get y'all like linked together right. so y'all can make this magic happen. Let's make this happen. Because I'm stop playing with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to the Oscars. <laughs> Same. Same. Y'all know my my life dream is to be there by proxy. Oh, my life dream. Well, one of my life dreams is to. Be, Don't be putting eyes on me. To be, um, what's the word? Honored yes. at the Kennedy Center. Yes. That's one of my dreams. Do and it. My favorite, I am obsessed with him, if y'all have not figured it out. And I have a giant crush on him as well as Debbie Diggs. I love Lin-Manuel Miranda. I am, oh, he created Hamilton. You I know am, I have yet to see Hamilton? Ain't nobody I'm seen Hamilton. No one has seen Hamilton I'm because them tickets are like seven hundred and fifty dollars each. Why. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but you can you can watch Hamilton by listening to the soundtrack, and it's beautiful. And he inspired me because he was that nerdy kid that loved all the things that had to do with what's it? It's um, he's a nerdy kid that loved everything that had to do with Disney, everything that had to do with art, everything that had to do with theater, and that was me growing up. Mm. And then he was just sitting in his room one day. It was like, "Come on, I'm Brandy. gonna make this. I'm gonna make basically sitting on top of the world. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna draw this. I'm gonna create this, and I'm gonna write this, and I'm gonna sing this, and I'm gonna act this." He was just doing so much that he's literally living his childhood dream. Do it, dude. Just turned. I believe he just turned forty, and I'm like, "So there's still time." I'm obsessed with you. I I love what he does. And I'm like, that's why you hear me 
Singing so are you Hamilton gonna like misery him? No, that'll okay. be that'll be. I'm not Kathy Bates. So <laughs> I'm not opposed. But to I that. love what I'm he not does. To it. I love his. I love the way that he thinks. I love the way that he comes up with these things. And I love the fact that he's like, look, I'm a Puerto Rican kid from New York. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. did not grow up in the way that people are expecting to, that the people like the the Roger Hammersteins and all these people that Roger and Hammerstein, the people that are genuine. Like naturally, are supposed to be in theater. Mm. I created this thing because I grew up rapping. I grew up loving hip hop. I grew up in these spaces. This is this is organic for me. So. And then I love history, and I created and made these two together. And y'all still singing my songs three years later. So let I me tell you it. what well, I'm hearing. Four years later. Let me tell you what I'm hearing. Yes. Okay, you make sure I'm correct. Okay. I'm hearing that we need to find this man, <laughs> knock him out, <laughs> put him in a hotel room. <laughs> Um, and just me begging him to teach me everything he knows. Boom. <laughs> and you, no, 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 no. It has to be like really like rom com. Right. Then like you save him and he doesn't know that you like did this, set this me. whole thing up. Right. And like y'all fall in love. <laughs> He's married with two kids. Y'all fall in love. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sister wives. <laughs> Oh, I, uh, no. But <laughs> see, but, why don't my friends want better for themselves? Because I'm not breaking up a happy home to get it. <laughs> I said, sister wise, you just add into the, you just adding. That's it. You just slide yourself on in. Hey, sis. No. So, <laughs> but I am. I do love him. He's one of the. He is a part of what makes me believe I could do something like this. And then I've been following so many other black women playwrights that have created stuff. Yes. And they're like millennials like us. Now I want to do that. All I follow is Issa Rae. <laughs> I follow a lot of them on Twitter and unfortunately a lot of them just recently lost their jobs because BuzzFeed is trash. So, Bitches. and they're like, well, fuck it. I'm going to make this really cool thing that I've been working on for however many years even though I was already at BuzzFeed. Like, it, it's been awesome. So, as we wrap up, Yes, as we <laughs> come to a close. As we come to a close. Um, definitely hit us up and let us know what are your favorite TV shows, black TV shows that like define. Or black characters. Or black characters. Black moments. All that, all that yeah. Black yeah. moments, black characters, black TV shows, black movies, black experiences that like have helped you become the person that you are today. So until next week. I am depression and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would. You get on my damn nerves. I always return, sweetie. Ugh. With more people. Damn it. All right. Won't the, won't, the, won't the house full of people? Yes. <laughs> Here's auntie. You don't have to get up. Listen. Here's auntie anxiety. Hey, Listen. Girl. Cousin trauma. Oh, God. I can't stand that bitch. Cousin trauma, baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> on her random ass note. See y'all next week. <laughs>